MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. There you go, the company, the Preston and Steve Show on a Wednesday, March 29th. Preston not here. He's uh, having to take a couple of family days. And uh, we wish him and his family all the best for the next couple of days. We'll be holding down the fort here, taking care of business uh, and getting down to the usual stuff. And Casey, uh, lead us on through that, if you wouldn't mind. I got to turn that microphone on. Boy, we need Preston here so bad. All right, so weather-wise... Uh, what's it looking like today? It's actually looking like a pretty nice day. Uh, we got a high of 57, uh, low of 33. Like right now, it's 36 degrees. But, uh, you know, it's going to be sunny all day. And then uh, as we go into the uh, afternoon, later afternoon, we're going to get some clouds. But uh, that's going to be a, a really, really nice day. And leading up till tomorrow, we're going to have a sunny day with a high of 50 degrees. But that's what's going on weather-wise. And then uh, I think we do this next. First look at traffic with Kathy Romano. 309 northbound at the Pennsylvania Turnpike eastbound. We've got the ramp closed because of a crash. Also on the Pennsylvania Turnpike eastbound between the Mid-County Tolls and Fort Washington. The right lane is blocked with an accident. Transformer fire on Route 47, Delcy Drive at Woodland Avenue. And then 55 northbound way volume building from Deptford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MED. Call the 24-hour victim. Victim Helpline at 877-MADD-HELP or visit madmadd.org. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. And now, Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. All right, so here we are on a Wednesday morning, March 29th, and Kathy's got your news. Good morning. Uh, In the news this morning, Philadelphia officials say the city's water system will not be affected by a chemical spill in the Delaware River's upstream last week. We can all confidently say the threat has passed. I repeat, all the city's drinking water is safe to drink and will not be impacted by the spill, Mayor Jim Kenney said on Tuesday night. You know, as much as uh, um, we, I was last night, we were getting bombarded by messages. Were Were you as well? Oh, yeah. So, uh, in fact, we were, (laughs) we were at the Wells Fargo and everyone, Everyone's phones went off at the same time. It was pretty wild, but uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm still getting the impression that a lot of people are like, eh, they're gonna, they're gonna. Oh yeah, they said yeah, that's, yeah that, it's part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sampling <clears throat> hasn't detected any substance from the spill, and models tracking the flow and tide of the Delaware River show the potential threat is passing us. Kenny said, health officials in Bucks County, just north of Philadelphia, said Sunday between 8,100 and 12,000 gallons of water-based latex finishing finishing solution spilled into the river late Friday because of a burst pipe at a chemical facility in Bristol Township. Officials say it is a not it is non-toxic to humans and has no known adverse health effects uh, that's been reported in the county. There have been 26 instances of a chemical release in the same location since 1997 of those spills involve the same chemicals. All of those happened prior to when uh, the current owner- ownership acquired the plant. Huh. 
Philadelphia officials said tests of hundreds of samples from a number of locations turned up no trace of the contaminants. The final all clear came after days of announcements that water could be guaranteed uncontaminated at least through Monday, then into Tuesday afternoon, and finally through Wednesday. Asher Rossinger, a Penn State University researcher who studies water access, said big headline-grabbing events casting doubt on water safety could increase distrust in tap water among city residents, something that has already worsened across the nation after the Flint water crisis. Already 20% of adults nationally say they don't drink tap water, filtered water or not, up to 14% before the Flint crisis, according to the study of federal survey data. I don't drink tap water. No, I, and I, I can, listen, um, it's not it's not bad. I actually can delineate between tap water and the water that I drink, which is purified. So, um, you know, so I, I, I know some people say they, they can't tell the difference. That's fine. Whatever your, your preference is. And I'm not drinking because I feel it's like loaded with chemicals or, or you know, radioactive or latex or whatever. I, I can tell a taste difference. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I don't know why I don't drink tap water. Uh, I don't. And I think it is in part. The, it tastes old. Well, no, I think <laughs> I think in part it is the taste difference because I also um, don't put ice from my refrigerator. Neither do I. In my, if I do, to oh. me, it changes the taste of the water. So I drink my water. Uh, I drink it basically room temperature. I don't like ice. I don't like, you know, cold water. Mm-hmm. So for me, that exacerbates the issue when you're drinking warm tap water right. as opposed to regular uh you know what? Like out of we have a, a system here that is, I assume, is a purification. You would system. hope, right? You're right. hoping that people are changing right. the filters. <laughs> and same thing at my gym; they have one of those uh, right. those water fountains that you're hoping the filter actually has a little light to tell you when. Does the, it? When the, yeah. So I, I, can, was, I was a, annoyed when they because because we used to get the jugs we and we to. don't now and now yeah. it's, and now it's connected into our water here and I was so annoyed when they did that and Rodney assured me, oh, there's a filter. I don't. I've never drank. I believe that. Rodney. Seriously, what I'll tell you: you can take out of this purification system. Mm-hmm. It tastes a little bit better than the tap water, so I believe it's cleaner. But uh, you know, so you drink from here occasionally. Okay, and you yeah. can, t- but you can. Tell I can tell it? that it's better than tap water. Okay. Yeah. yeah, real quick though, Kath, when you make coffee at well, home and I- stuff like that, do you use? Filtered water or tap water? Uh, no, I will use the tap water for the coffee. Yeah, so you're. I mean, so you That's don't drink the tap water because of the taste, not because of what you're afraid of. That's why I said at the beginning. I yeah. don't know why I don't drink tap water. I just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yes, I will use it to make the coffee. Well, I, went to, I was telling Nick this earlier. I went into the uh, the Wawa on Germantown Avenue near where I am in Mount Airy, and um, they had signs up. Because people were clearly coming in and hoarding water. Right. And, you know, the the limit that each person could purchase on the water. And this was after all the information came out. So I think people are going to, they're going to wait a little while before they buy into the safe to drink thing. I remember when I was a kid, though, I would never, I, I, I drank tap water all the time. Yeah. And I, I mean, we drank out of the spigot and, yeah. you know, outside and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and it was funny because the family circus had a, had a cartoon about this and I just, it, so, it rang so true uh, because the, the parent brought the kid water from bathroom and the kid's like no i don't want water from the bathroom faucet i need it from the kitchen faucet yeah and i was the same exact way i'm like i can't drink bathroom faucet water it's the bizarre yeah the bizarre things we do in our mind and, and that's the that's way we funny. react yeah well they say 20 percent of adults nationally say they don't drink tap water mm. federal safety officials are investigating the role of a natural gas pipeline in a fatal blast at a pennsylvania chocolate factory the national transportation safety board announced tuesday friday's powerful explosion at the rm palmer company killed seven people sent 10 to the hospital and damaged seven Several other buildings in West Reading, where the 75-year-old family-owned company has long had a factory. The NTSB announced the probe late Tuesday afternoon, calling the incident a natural gas explosion and fire. We were talking to Brian Taft, and he told us at that time they determined that the entire building moved four inches. Wow. That was the that was oh. the level of the power of that explosion. 
They're investigating what caused, how, and why the explosion occurred. Other local, state, and federal investigations are ongoing. Pennsylvania State Police said everything's on the table as fire marshals also try to pinpoint the origin of the cause. Some workers told uh, relatives they smelled natural gas before the blast, although the gas utility UGI said it received no reports of a gas leak. Pennsylvania's Department of Transportation said it will close a heavily trafficked traffic Traffic. Traffic. <laughs> traffic. Yes. Exit ramp on I-95 in Philadelphia to improve traffic flow and reduce accidents. Exit 27 will permanently close on April 18th, and I-95 traffic headed to Bridge Street and Harbison Avenue will have to use exit 26 to access Aramingo Avenue. So, hearing this story, I, I, I'm you know I've, I've been there. I, I, is it is oh, it going yeah. to is it to I, me? Uh, in my mind, it seemed like a worse thing. To do so with it, yeah, right? right? Saying, when I heard this, I was like, "Wait a second, right. how is that going to alleviate?" Yeah, I, I think closing any exits okay. at any point. I mean, yeah. if anything, we need more on ramps and right. off ramps, you know, and hovercraft. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. too. If we're gonna, put do it they in a ex- boat. explain yeah. how and why? Okay. Yeah. So, likewise, the Betsy Ross Bridge traffic will no longer use 95 North to access Aramingo Avenue, and motorists will instead continue straight onto the new Aramingo Avenue ramp. So, according to PennDOT, from 2017 to 2021, there were 30 crashes on the northbound side of our Aramingo Avenue between Margaret and James Street. Part of the goal of the 95 reconstruction is to take exits that currently take you down onto one-lane streets or residential streets and remove those, a PennDOT consultant said, which that I can kind of understand. Yeah. Uh, To prepare. You're overloading that area. Well, uh, yeah, and to to get off 95 and be in a residential area. Uh, To prepare for that, we have been working now for 15 years on improving the more major streets like Aramingo and Tacony Street to Handle the traffic directly from the interstate. The $267.9 million project will also improve surface roads on Tacony Bridge and James Street, as well as modify traffic signals to improve traffic flow. Would there be any logic to moving the residential sections up onto 95? <laughs> <laughs> Improvements will also include new ramps on Tacony Street to 95 northbound and replace bridges over Farley and Carver Streets. We have reconstructed I-95 in a way where the new ramps are beneficial to motorists. Consolidating the ramp system will make things safer, improving those interchanges, the PennDOT Director of Communications said. PennDOT says road signs will be placed on 95 and the Betsy Ross Bridge to alert travelers to the changes. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they're permanently closing it. But yeah, we'll see yeah. how it goes. All right, in sports this morning. The Flyers won again, beating the Montreal Canadiens 3-2 last night in South Philly. Morgan Frost scored his second goal of the game with 2.15 left in the third period to lead the Flyers to the win. Frost gave the Flyers a 1-0 lead in the second period with a goal right after a power play had ended and Owen Tippett added an empty netter. The four-game winning streak matches the longest of the season and the Flyers wrapped a seven-game homestand at 5-1-1. They play only three more games before the season ends and are on the road tomorrow night with a game in Ottawa against the Senators. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. Three more home games, guys. Sorry, what did I say? Uh, Three more games. Okay, three more home games. games. The Sixers, who have lost three straight games, are at home tonight with a game against the Dallas Mavericks. Tip-off is at 7.30. And the Phillies wrapped up spring training with a 6-5 win over the Blue Jays. The regular season begins tomorrow afternoon with a game in Texas against the Rangers. Aaron Nola will get the start for his sixth straight opening day. First pitch is scheduled for 4.05. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kathy. Uh, As I said before, Preston, if you listened yesterday, Preston has some issues he's taking care of with his family. So he is actually, right now, as we 
speak, he is driving to Kentucky, mm. uh, and uh, we uh, texted him some messages if he wants to check in or whatever. We will gladly, uh, you know, put him on. But he left at two a.m. for what yeah. he said in the uh, in the text message. So, but we're going to carry on uh, for the next couple of days and uh, and uh, do kind of a hybrid. We're going to do a lot of uh, original content and stuff that. You know, it's kind of been sitting in the queue ready to go. We have a couple of interviews. In fact, today we're going to be doing our normal check-in with Fox Good Day. Yeah. And we have a guest on the show that is of paramount importance to one Kathy Romano. <laughs> Belinda Carlisle will be joining us later on. And uh, that's got to be pretty cool for you, Kathy. Yeah, I no, mean, that's awesome. One of your greatest, I love her. One of your greatest hairbrush performances one, yeah. ever. One of my greatest hairbrush performances. You are right, Steve. <laughs> it was a Belinda Carlisle song. And also a major charity announcement that is a big part of the and Steve Show will be giving you the information on that later on. So, as we said, we're going to proceed with uh, business as usual, and uh, we'll be back in just a bit. Well, actually, speaking of business as usual, um, oh, yes. today is Wednesday, so we have a secret text word today. So, if you text the word secret to 39333, you can enter for a chance to win a pair of tickets to see the National League champion Phillies take on the Miami Marlins, and that game nice. is going to be on Monday, April 10th at 640. So, if you need tickets, you want to forego the contest, you can try that at phillies.com. But, uh, you know, but we are doing business as usual. And we'll be back after this. Oh, I hit the wrong button. God it's all right, man. It's all- <laughs> Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thank you so much, Kathy. Uh, listen, Preston is not here today, so we're not going to assume all of his responsibilities. So we are going to forego a, uh, an entertainment report today. Because, listen, he's he's the guy on the beat, right? Hey, that's Listen, he's got his finger on the pulse and all that other standard stuff that means nothing. But right. he, uh, he, he, this is what he does. But, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, we have a stupid question. Yeah, now, so yeah? there is business as usual as well. Uh, so we, we do have to do that. We have to do have to tend to some sponsors and stuff like that. So we do have a stupid question, and that is for a pair of tickets to, for the Metallica 72 yes. Seasons Worldwide listening party and your stupid question is this all right are you nervous is this the first time you've ever issued a it stupid? might be this is pretty this is pretty this, amazing this is huge this i would almost huge. ask for a drum roll but it's the other side of the board i don't oh. want you to get screwed up yeah i can't do yeah, that don't worry about it i'm not gonna do that yeah uh but the stupid question today is what do you call a group of 
hyenas. Oh. What do you call a group of hyenas? Yes. Yeah, so Interesting. 215-263-WMMR, I think, is the phone number. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, usually it's like written down over here, but Preston has all that stuff memorized. Listen, this is, uh, you're dealing, by the way, this is the first time. I know we've done situations where Preston is away or whatever, and we do a hybrid best of. Uh, but that was with the old board. Yeah. So this is the uh, the new board that we're using and the new software and so that. It's a little problematic. You're going to do a great job. Yeah. Uh, but as I said before, um, we'll we'll get that answer and, uh, and, uh, and do that in just a second. Last night, though, we did want to address this. Uh, Nick and I went to the uh, the Flyers game at the Wells Fargo. Yeah, and this is like the first time that you've been in that building, maybe since the construction started. The first time, and they were they could not have been more wonderful. Nick, they had us, <clears throat> they had me, you know, bang the drum, um, you know, which is a cool which thing. Cool. That was it, the video was great. Oh, you did oh good. it was. It, yeah. Thank you. It was awesome. But Steve, Steve, I work with you every day, and I got really hyped to see you <laughs> bang the drum. Like, oh my god, that's Steve. He's well, bang the drum, Nick. From my perspective, we've got the drummer. The <laughs> yeah. drummer is. Is, and Preston wanted to do it. He wasn't here. I was bummed. That and he wasn't and uh, yeah. so I go, Jesus Christ. It's like, you know, it'd be like asking me to step in for Carter Beaufort, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, can I do this? So there's a little bit of, uh, of nervousness. Uh, but I got to tell you, man, it was a great evening. Of course, the wind didn't hurt either uh, with, the, with the team. But the, the way the Wells Fargo has been, that's my yeah. first time seeing the improvements. Yeah. It's Awesome. Yeah, they really, because I go to Sixers games all the time, so I've been in that building quite a bit over the last uh, couple of years, and I've, w- I've been in there during the transformation. But when you're going up the escalator to, I, <laughs> my seats are in the 200 level, right. but when you're going up, you go past that that open area, and, and what do they call that? The club, well, so there's the club level and then the suite level, and then in, in the, the latest iteration of the renovations, the club level has been completely redone. And so, Case, as you're going up that escalator to the 200 level, you can then look through, yeah. see out to the ice. See and out that's the club. club. Yeah, and that's club level. And then the lo- level above that, that's suite level, and then the 200 level. And they, they um, made some improvements on the suite levels. I think they added a few bars, and the, the seats are a little bit nicer. But then when you get up to the 200 level... You now have windows looking out to the city, to the yeah. link. Like you could, there's natural light that's coming in. I was really impressed by it. Yeah, that club level is. They did a really nice job with it. I mean, the whole the way they have the seating, and I like how they have like the big bar back there now yes. instead of the separate rooms. It, Kathy, it, it, just, look, it looks like. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm going to lavish praise on it because that's how blown away I kept going. Where, uh, Magdaleno was, uh, uh, who, who you know is is over there and does a lot of the promotional stuff, was leading us around. Could not, could not have been nicer, but I was I kept saying, "Oh my, oh my God!" <laughs> because it looked like like um, like a, a a top nightclub you would go into. The bars are, yeah, are lit it, up. Yeah. The bars can change color yeah. to whatever the, the team colors playing, and they were orange last night. Uh, Did you see that they had like the the, um, fro- the ice? Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I so the J- bars are have sort of a, a frozen element to them to keep your drinks. To cold. keep your drinks cold. So I took Jason, his friend, to a Flyers game earlier in the year, and uh, they were having contests to see who could hold their hand on the ice the longest. Oh yes, <laughs> they are. They are men <laughs> in training right now. Well, that's that's how the Spartans did it. They yeah. would walk up to the bar. <laughs> well, you've heard we we invented Delco Jenga. Which is when you're sitting around a fire pit, you have to uh, take stones out of the fire pit, and uh, like, and then you became a kung fu master. But if you if you if you uh, uh, fumble a stone or anything, like, then you're out, right? And it's you know, and then the stones get hotter and hotter the more you take. Is, out. is this like, the equivalent? You think that? Well, that's the yeah. ice version. Uh, of that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, but I we love were, that kid. We were blown away, and then you get a, you get a view through the 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 the. the, the 
the skyline, I guess. However, they have it configured to see this the city. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, and all, I, all those windows upstairs, that's all new, and so they've eliminated sort of hindrances to be able to see anything. And, yeah. and that's like to me that th- those improvements are the most impressive because there were just like these walls that were set up, and I understand why they were there, but they've really opened up. The, it feels yeah. much more open inside that building now. Uh, Nick, you got there early for the Leadbetters. I did. Yeah, I got to see them uh, warm up for a little bit. They had the Pearl Jam ten banner, which normally hangs in the rafters. It was huge. Yeah, it was, I didn't realize. You, of course, you know, yeah. it's, it's perspective when it's up in the banners. You're like, oh, that's... Yeah. They had it down so people were taking pictures in front of it. It, it seemed like it was two or three stories tall. It was yeah. huge. Andrea and I got a picture in front of that, so that was really cool. Uh, uh, Gritty got a picture in front of the Pearl Jam 10 banner <laughs> yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. What time did they play? Uh, 5.45, okay. something like that. Yeah, so uh, it was actually... Um, Getting in was challenging because there was a couple accidents on 95. Yeah, uh, yeah so... That, well, they, that fortunately, they're going to close down off-ramps. <laughs> well, I wanted uh, to ask about that because with the Sixers games, people, like, so let's say the tip-off 7 o'clock, people are getting there at 7 o'clock, and, and getting into that parking lot for Sixers games is a just an absolute nightmare. If you want to get there with, like, with little traffic, you really got to get there early, but Flyers... Because there's no tailgate element with basketball, but Flyers is a little bit of a tailgate. Not I, I don't, like I don't care what's going on. Whenever if it's something that I'm going over th- to there for, just to eliminate, because it'll cast it'll cast a shadow on the rest of the evening if I'm fighting my way in there. Right. So I go way early. Mm-hmm. There's enough to do to just go go there and, and have a good time. So I got there at about five twenty. Yeah, and uh, I, I, when I arrived, I um, arrived to a text from Steve saying that uh, the popcorn had made it to the suite. <laughs> oh, good. Which was I was made, made me happy. I wanted my Aramark popcorn there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, thanks again to uh, to Magdalena because they set that all up for our listeners, which was really cool. And the listeners, the people that were hanging out with us last night, it was a really great group of people. I think there were like four different mics in the group. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a, the, the largest Michael. collection of mics. And then we went to, to that. Hi, Mike. What level? Uh, so they have the setup for the drum, um, you know, pounding the drum. That's 219A, I think. So it reminded me of, of like those Sons of Ben configuration. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not down. It's it's up mid, uh, mid-level. And uh, Everett was there who runs the whole thing. Dude, and we got to sing Everett's praise. He's the nicest guy. He's, he's the one who conducts that whole thing. It, this is how they just, that's basic, relatively new, the drum banging, yes? Two seasons, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and he's an in, in, in arena host. He does such a good job. And there's a lot going on. I mean, he's got, uh, you know, he's got an earbud in his ear. So he's got a producer telling him that, which copy he has to read. And he's trying to conduct the, the drum. And, uh, you know, Lou Nolan's on the other microphone down <laughs> down on the ice. Right. So Ever- but Everett balances all of it really, really well. And then he gets the crowd hyped. And so, yeah, he introed, introed you, Steve, uh, to banging the drum. And you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> well, thank you. He did, he did an I, awesome I job. I tried. Apparently, now, I... They said that was probably one of the loudest drum bangings that they have had. I think maybe that's the default answer, just to make people feel good. <laughs> yeah, I think but, oh, you're uh, so big. I was, yeah. wow, you're so big. Uh, <laughs> I've never had it like that. But it was really cool. So, again, it, it is a great time. That's the sport I really uh, will enjoy seeing in person. I mean, every, we have, we're blessed to have great, that complex there. And let me, let me just say this again, because we were talking about um, the whole development with the Sixers last night and the potential mm. of the venue in uh, right in the city proper. I'm like, I love that all of the teams uh, and all of these sports venues are right there. It's I, it's unique. Is there any other city that uh, has? Yeah, there's a few cities that, that has everything in, that in has one a, shot. A cluster. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just uh, off the top of my I, head. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if Pittsburgh is that way. Uh, Three Rivers, it used to be because they used to play in the same stadium. It seems like they've been breaking them up, like, Uh around the country and and doing what they're... 
they're considering doing here. And their well, hockey stadium is not near the uh, ballpark of the football field. The New Jersey Devils and the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets all play right next to each other. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> right. hey, the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> I meant the New Jersey Giants and New Jersey Jets. Jets. Yeah. The New Jersey Jets is what I meant to say. <laughs> right, right, uh, right. So all those New Jersey teams, yeah. uh, they all play like, me, right next to each other. I, so we're walking around though. I'm like, why would you? Why would you want to leave Move a venue? Here? You know what I'm saying? Well, and I feel especially like it, with, with the, the way it is now. I love that open. I love that stuff. I don't want to feel well, like it's a cattle. Well, and it's kind of off. Like it's it's South Philly, so you're you're yeah. kind of you know like now to have to go into the city. I mean, listen, they're going to force everybody to take mass transit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Out, it's it's basically going to be the only way you can get there. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I was just having this conversation with somebody yesterday, and they were like, well, what do you think? What do you prefer? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I would have preferred that they build up that area. That, like, I know wasn't I mean? that the plan? Well, well, so in, wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah. Initially, you remember, the whole, um, you would, we were seeing the plans of the... Um, of the, uh, the of, Navy Yard, of the Navy Yard, and all that stuff. And listen, there obviously we had a pandemic and all that stuff, and there was you know uh, production and and, develop, and developing the whole thing got uh, cost. Um, the costs were overwhelming. Yeah. I got it, but the original plan for um, what we were told we were going to get still hasn't manifested mm-hmm. in that in that area. But I think there's, as you say, there's a great opportunity to make it that that thing. Well. And 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 to to like growing up in New York, going into Madison Square Garden, or going to see events there, and the mass transit element. Um, I'm I'm sorry, I do like having my car or the ability to take my car in and out agree of you. the area, and that becomes problematic for yeah. me. I don't I don't like having to unless you have a train showing up every minute on the minute. Like oh, and I've I've gotten stuck. Yeah, because in the city there is a uh, in in Manhattan at two o'clock. There's a span of a couple of hours where. It, the service does not pick up again, right? And you're stranded for a while. Yeah. So when I uh, I went to a Patriots game, uh, it's Patriot Broncos, and the stadium up there in was that Foxborough? Yeah. Dude, there's a whole like so we have Xfinity Live, which is a great venue. It's, great. it's fun, it's awesome. but like they have an entire outdoor shopping mall, movie theater, restaurants, and all that. Stuff. We need that. We we could yeah. have had that. Right, right there, you know? yeah. And then also, you know, just the uh, you're talking about Kathy. They they're closing that uh, that exit permanently. Yeah, dude. Sometimes on like Eagle Sunday, they close down the Broad Street exit. I'm like, why the oh, hell are yeah, you yeah. doing that? Why? I know what does that? I, I don't know what, what does that, that here, do. Here's a, another question yeah. I will ask. Well, the it seems the rather arbitrary decisions about where you're going to leave that area. Are they throwing a dart at a board or whatever? Because when I left, it depends, obviously, at what time you're leaving. Mm-hmm. But um, I got rerouted around nine different ways, leaving at a time when no one else was leaving. And I'm like, it's right there. It's right it's there. Right there. I can see it right there. <laughs> I know. I, if, 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 if there was a ramp, I could probably jump and make it in my car. Yeah. Um, so- and the way, they, the way they make you go around, if you're coming in the opposite direction, and the way they make you go around to enter the, the parking lot, like, to, I don't know if there's a better way, but, like, it's not a good it's way. Still, it's still it. better, than I think, than, than mass transiting it into this proposed city um, location. Yeah. Uh, and for me, that that would be more problematic. I, I, so, Casey, I did a quick search. I think the only city that even comes close is Denver. They have a, a bunch of their stadiums downtown. So, okay, uh, the the Nuggets and the Avalanche both play in the same stadium or same um, arena, and then the, the Coors Field and where the Broncos play is not far. But Philly's the only one, as far as I can tell, with with all four in proxim within walking distance of one right. another. And even the Devils, you mentioned before, they moved to Newark. 
They're not even. Uh, they're not even. They're not in the Prudential Center anymore. No, they're they're well, no, they are in the Prudential Center, but that's not near the Meadowlands. That's in downtown Newark. So now. there is a yeah, there, is, right there is an element no. of uniqueness no, down no. to what we have. Correct. Newark is down, downtown Newark. That's where the Devils play, and um, the Giants and the Jets are outside of uh, that area. They're they're in the Meadowlands, like right off the Turnpike. Right okay, the I haven't been to. MetLife, and I, I, the, I was the last Eagles-Giants game at the old stadium. Okay. Uh, and that was right next to the Prudential Center. Yeah, they're pretty far apart. Okay. Got to get yeah. with the program, man. But yeah, yeah. You know, it's been a little while. Uh, we need to take a winner case. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. as a matter of fact, we do. So the stupid question this morning was, what do you call a group of hyenas? And I want to look at the lines here. It looks like uh, Don on line four was our first caller in. Hey, Don, are you there? Yes, I am. How right. are you? Great, great, great. What do you call a group of hyenas? Cackle? Casey? Yes, you're right. You're correct. Poor Casey is darting back and forth across this eight-foot-long board. Uh, But, yes, absolutely. What does he win, Casey? All right, so, Don, congratulations. You got yourself a pair of tickets for the Metallica 72 Seasons Worldwide Listening Party. That is coming to theaters nationwide for one night only. It's going to be Thursday, April 13th, and you can be the first to hear the new Metallica album in its entirety the day before release. And it's going to be played on the big screen with a full surround sound and uh, featuring introductions from the band for every single song. For tickets and a list of participating theaters, visit Metallica.film. So, uh, yes, awesome. Well and, and, and yes, and you're going to be fantastic today and for the remainder of the week, trust me, as we get up to speed <laughs> here. So, again, quickly, one uh, thanks to Magdalena and to Everett and to everyone at the uh, the venue, uh, Wells Fargo, last night. It was great to see, uh, you know, uh, that going on. Obviously, winds are great. Yeah. Uh, and we will hopefully, you know, listen, the season's going to play out. But there's a lot of energy for that team. And you see it... Um, you see it exhibited. I mean, people showing up and getting behind everything. It was it was exciting. Well, listen, the Flyers, um, no matter how the team is doing, has always, um, I think, done right by their fans. Hmm. You know what I mean? No, like, absolutely. You know, whether oh. you're a season ticket holder or you know you're you're just there for for you know a, a game that you haven't been for a while. Like they're, they're always thinking about the fans first. They gave uh, uh, Nick and I the, the those are killer Flyers jerseys. I have to yeah, say, they have one. They set one aside for Preston as well. Um, but they surprised me with one, which is really oh, cool. you know what. Yeah. Let's take Preston's and we'll embroider in Kathy. <laughs> All right. That would be great. Yeah. Unless you want one, Case. No, 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 right. no. Because you can, guys can share. We can share. Yeah, yeah. I do want. I want to get Preston back there because the banging of the drums. Oh, he'd ceremony, have a blast. It was really neat. Yeah. And pro- obviously, Preston is great at drums, no matter what. But uh, Stevie did an awesome job. Did it, do we want to play the audio of Stevie? Yeah, why not? You can't quite yeah. hear it, but uh, let's do it. Right. How was your audio compared to the audio that we have? Was uh, it? Any- Probably a little worse. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So, hey, listen, it'll sound, you'll hear virtually nothing, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I there think this is the audio taken from one of our intern's phones, so here it is. Oh my god! I feel like I was there. It's uncanny. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I was transported. It was almost like I jumped into a time machine. Uh, when you're there, though, of course, it it blasts over the uh, the whole arena. And the one thing when you deal with a sound system like that, and both Preston and I have talked about this, whether it's the uh, the MMRBQ or anything where there is a large arena sound system. That delay is like the speech jammer. It will F you up. So the pros like Matt Cord and Mm -hmm. Everett and the people that do it all the time have a built-in delay in their minds as they're talking. 
Uh, but I, I was all like, Jesus, I want to I want to be in time with the chant, you know, and, uh-huh. uh, and I did it. I was very proud of myself. So. Yeah. If I mean, you're not used to that, man, that is really, really difficult. It will F you up. So, Case, do we want to... Um, yeah. Uh, let's uh, Because we want to stay ahead of everything today because yeah. we have some stuff to get to. That includes, by the way, uh, a special announcement concerning uh, one of the beloved charities here that we do annually uh, that Kathy Romano is a big part of. Mm-hmm. That'll be coming up in a little bit, as well as Belinda Carlisle. Later on, and uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll just uh, let things fly, and we'll be back after this. What's new? Glad you asked. Ozzy Osbourne. Godsmack. Why can't you just be The Struts. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We're going to do a little bit of content. You know, we don't usually do stuff like that. I mean, we listen, we're just, as I said before, Preston's out. And we should do it, take a, uh, a Twitter poll. Yeah. Should we run with old bits or do brand new inferior bits? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, because we're, my <laughs> yeah. sense is, is that... <laughs> People perhaps want to be a little more plugged in today. Listen, we just, Kathy, we just, we've been, we're in the midst of a massive water crisis that's either a massive water crisis or nothing at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, uh, well, listen, they made it a crisis. Uh, I mean, listen, it, it, I guess it could have been, but uh, when they put that don't drink water out, it just uh-huh. cleared the shelves of bottled water. Instantly. And, yeah. And there's still people, like, I case, like, you're, you're, you said your mom, and like right. yesterday I was kind of like, well, what is she worried about? She's not even in that area. My girlfriend, who, d- the water, it doesn't even her water supply doesn't even come from there. She's like, I am not drinking this water. Uh-huh. So, I'm like, really? So what's what's the status? You gave it just a little bit ago. Uh, about, you can tr- you can drink the water. They're saying that the the, the flow of the river and uh, you know everything that they've tested. The motion of the ocean. The motion of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Angle of the dangle. Right <laughs> is uh, that it is gone. It is not going to affect uh, where the water is filtered through, and that you can drink if you live in the city of Philadelphia. You can drink your tap. Water. I mean, this really sucks because Aqua is working their asses off right now, replacing pipes and. You know, and now they have the whole TV campaign, Steve. Right, I was right, watching yeah. it last night, the commercial, talking about how they're, they're going to pump clean water back into our streams and everything. I'm like, are you sure about well, that? Well, we'll see. Listen, I think people are just naturally cynical when they hear about this stuff. But it did bring up the, a larger question. I saw a few people talking about it in the news, and, and uh, the Inquirer has uh, some some uh, articles about it. Our natural inclination to um, to hoard things. you know, And even yeah. if so, you've seen the shows, the hoarder shows, where people are, you know, nine foot stacks of old kitty litter and stuff like that, newspapers, and sometimes people die because it collapses in on them. Not at that level. Yeah. But Drew, a lot of people were drawing the parallel to simple, like, water hoarding in this case, or at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. toilet paper. Toilet paper, paper, paper right, towels. Right, yep. so all of that stuff that you, you just hear something and you, you go, but it even goes past that because there are certain things you may not be aware of that you hoard, uh, that I uh, now I hoard something and I and I I freely admit this, <laughs> and I want I want feedback if you're listening. Obviously, uh, case the number two one five two six three WMMR. What do you hoard in your daily existence that you are perhaps a little embarrassed or not embarrassed about hoarding? For me, I can tell you exactly what I hoard. And Wait, it is hold bizarre. On. Go ahead. real quick, just because I think Marissa said it um, perfectly. It's not like we're hoarders; we're just stocking up on something. <laughs> exactly. If you're so psychotic that you do what I do, and I say I'm stocking up on it, yeah. not hoarding it, yeah. I <laughs> I love the buffalo style. Uh, Sun kit, uh, star kissed, yeah. tuna packets. Oh. They come in. 
you know, little, uh, 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 like, tin foil. Uh, or, you know, Where foil. you, like, tear it's the a, top you off? You tear yeah. the top. Yep. I use it on sandwiches. I throw it in salad. I must have, like, 200 of those packs. Well, no. Have you gone to I'm the store? I'm not Why? kidding. Have you gone to the store, though, and they haven't been available or they've been low in stock? And here's so you, here's you what I did, them? and I'll explain to you, because I really felt bad about it. I would go to the store, and I would buy everything on the shelf. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, somewhere... This is maybe someone else's favorite food item, or and because I added into so much. But I don't care. Right. And I'm thinking, am I such a prick that I'm going to deprive everyone in the area of this Acme getting this food? So I now ordered in bulk online. So I, I yes, I, I admit it. I am crazy over this stuff, and right. I'm hoarding it because I feel bad. I don't know how you guys feel if you go to the supermarket and something you really like, or whatever you buy, or whatever you. You know, you can purchase and 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 clear the shelf of. Right. Um, I don't want to do. I feel bad when there's. I'm taking everything off a shelf and denying someone else the uh, the ability to get it. Yeah, I, I. So I'm more okay with that than you buying it and then selling it online for like that's gouging and that's a crime. No, it's not. No, you, 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 sometimes they will they will act enact criminal charges. It happens all the time down in Florida when during hurricane season. Right. So people buy generators and then sell them at four to five times the price. Right. See, I yeah. think if it, if you go to the store and that's why I asked you if. if ever been low in stock because that's when I if it's always available at the store I'm not gonna stock up on it I'll, I'll just go back it's been when low I low in stock right so so that those are the things that if it's low in stock or it's ever been low in stock and then I go to the store and I see it I will clear the shop I, I get afraid <laughs> and I, I walk around the house and I'm looking out the window wondering if the people I'm seeing driving by my house are driving to Acme <laughs> to get my Buffalo-style Star Kiss tuna. You know what I once cleared the shelf of? Um, do you guys remember, and I think they still have them. I just, <laughs> I don't use them as much anymore. The uh, Ziploc bags that you could steam vegetables in. Oh, yes. yes. In your microwave. So those were not always available at your local Target. And so when they were, I would, every time they were there, it would be like a full box with like 50 in it. And I would take the whole box and just buy the box. Do, do, you, do you have a stockpile of them in your house right now? I currently have a stockpile, but <laughs> oh I don't even God. use them as much anymore. I wonder who. I wonder if anyone's still working off a toilet paper stockpile. Oh, I have, oh, I have uh, Clorox wipes. If anybody needs them, my basement is stocked. I actually opened one of a container the other day. They were dried out. I no! Like, yep, I was so annoyed. I'm like, can I just add like a little water? In this? Uh, dude, I do that. Yeah. I do okay. that. Don't yeah. you... It makes me feel horrible. For some reason, it makes me feel... No. It makes me feel terrible. And that's why I try not to do it. But I I succumb to it sometimes. Marissa? Well, uh, Kathy, you hit a trigger for me. So I found a new pasta noodle... That has become my favorite <laughs> pasta noodle. What's it called? Uh, I I don't know. It's it's like a random brand All thing. Right. And um, I went to the store about a month ago. Get away from that pasta. And it had been discontinued. No, it was gone. They don't even make it anymore. It was gone. And so I like did a little Google search, couldn't find it. And then I went a week ago, and there was like six bags on the shelf. You took them all. And I was thinking, like, did you? Did they? Did they just? find it and back yeah. is it back for good i don't know so i took two bags i also try not to keep a lot of pasta in my house because i'll just eat it and just right. make it easily so i took two bags and then i kind of walked halfway up the aisle and they i was like back mm-hmm. the so. i'll take three bags and then i'll take four bags uh, well, i ended up with four bags and then guys i went last night it's back on the shelf oh my god <laughs> if you have ever okay here's the litmus test if whatever it is if you've ever looked around you 
<laughs> to see if people are noticing how much you're taking. Well, and I have. Yeah, I freely admit it. Oh, I, so I last year I had I was at a store. I don't even want to say what stores because believe it or not, I went back there. I was there two or no about a week ago. I wanted to see if they had the deal. So here's the deal. I didn't clear the shelves, Steve, because uh, they they had more of it, it's sunblock. Yeah. But they had a deal that I had to look at the oh, sign. The, I go, yeah, this can't be right because it was a, t- a right. double pack of sunblock for seven dollars. Okay, normally this one has got to be a mistake. Normally one is like eight, nine bucks. Right, yeah. You know, and I was getting two full things for seven bucks. I was like, this <laughs> cannot be real. And so I looked. and I'm like, no, this is this is absolutely real. So I I cleared off the entire shelf. <laughs> Dude, we use so Mr. much Foster, sunblock. Did you purchase sunblock today by any chance? But it's not like we took all of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they still have the copper tone. It was, right. It's store brand sunblock. <laughs> but then I went to another store in the area, and they had the same deal. And when I when Come I went on, to go buy, got, oh yeah, you got more. Oh, I got more now. I did tell uh, like my brother and some other people. I was like, listen, this store has this. I'm like, I'm, I'm only telling you. Do not tell anybody else about this. <laughs> Casey, when I was uh, 20 or 21, I had a job at CV. Every week there would be a flyer that would be sent out in the mail uh, with the with the weekly deals. And every Monday by like 2 p.m., all of the senior citizens in the area had come in <laughs> and yeah. cleaned out. Get if it was sunblock, Steve, you know what the number one uh, thing that every it would the, the uh, shelves would be cleared every single time was the cans of coffee. So we would have yes. like Folgers cans of coffee, but they'd be like buy one get one within hours. Yeah. completely sold Coffee's out. Coffee's expensive. Yes. Do, do you? That's do, what your approach is with the sunblock. Yeah. So I get it. Do yeah. You, do you? <laughs> Do you judge someone who's going past you with a cart full of one thing, just the way they, it's clear? A little. I, see, no. I feel that way as well. Well, it depends on what that thing is, yeah. right? Like, so, if, no, no, but like... Some blocker can call. If it were three years ago and somebody was walking with a cart full of, like, Clorox wipes, yeah. Yeah, I'd be thinking, you know, some... But they also, at that time, they had to put a, a limit on how much you could buy. And also, you talk about old people. Do you, do you know that... Uh, I buy a lot of old people. You no, know, no, but during the pandemic... They opened the supermarkets early, early for for old people only. Like it oh, was like right. yeah, senior, yeah. And, and I so, love that. So yeah. somebody that we work with who didn't hit the age oh, limit, oh yeah, yeah, would like sneak in, would sneak in, <laughs> hoping that they would pass, what? hoping yes. that they, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> hoping. Oh, they, who is it? <laughs> yes. Is it Bill? No, no. let's just say he's a uh, a popular <laughs> DJ. <laughs> On our sister station. I see. And if, if someone was having lunch, they might be listening to this DJ. Uh, and we love him dearly. Uh, you might see him at a Sixers game. <laughs> you might yeah. see him even maybe yelling at a Sixers game. Yeah, okay. Over a PA system. Uh, but, uh, and, and, and I, you know, I know how he feels, though. Those times you, you hope you're, you, mm. you know, the demons in you won't get the better of you. But, yeah, you sometimes succumb. That was definitely a litmus test. I still have uh, pumpkin and coconut milk <laughs> left over from quarantine because those were the two things that I thought I needed to make every recipe. Okay. So if anybody has good recipes for coconut milk, pumpkin, and maybe black beans, too. Well, t- to that, let's go to the, the calls. Uh, Case, let's bring up Dawn, who has uh, something that uh, she has hoarded. Dawn, how are you? Good morning, it. Good morning. It. So, what? What is? What? What have you hoarded? What would we find in abundance at your home right now? Cracker Barrel macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. What? Cracker Barrel macaroni <laughs> and cheese. Is it, is it sold in boxes like uh, like Kraft would be? Yes, and sometimes in single serve. But I've noticed that it's harder to find. So whenever I see it, I grab it. I have ten single serves and about. Five regular boxes. Will oh you God, will you clear the shelf when you see it? 
I'll buy two or three every time. Okay. All right. So you have some restraint. Not, not, and I've been good, but I, I know what you're saying. And then you just, even if you don't need it, when you see it, you buy it to make sure you have it stocked. I think, Kathy, you, you were saying the delineation between hoarding and stockpiling. We're, we're stocking up. Stocking up. up. Yeah. We're stocking yeah. up on uh, Ziploc bags that you can put in the microwave. There are certain things that I have to buy in bulk because my kids love them so much. So if I'm ever getting, like, spicy ramen noodles, like... I can't just get, like, a couple. I, I literally I have to clear out the entire shelf because once they're in the house, they go so fast. They go so fast. Yeah. Are it, you a Costco person, Case? Do you buy in bulk with uh, stuff like that? So I'm not, my mom uh, goes to uh, the initials. I'm not going to say it because Steve's going to make a joke about her giving... Uh, BJ's? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but, uh, I my... won't. I promise him. <laughs> uh, Did you my... go to anal? No, but my friend uh, is a member at Costco. Actually, my wife and her went there on Friday to get some stuff at, at Costco. By the way, speaking of which, <laughs> I dude, they have Thin Mint chocolate-covered pretzels at Costco. Ooh, All right. My wife why came back... I say that? I wanted to hoard them. She came back with one bag. I was like, why would you only come back with one <laughs> bag of these? Like, yeah. She's like, I didn't know that they were going to be amazing, so... Wait, can I ask a question about those? Okay, Sam's Club, BJ's, Costco. Yes. So, I was a BJ... I was Sam's and BJ's member for, for years, um, and then I, I, I don't really buy anything in bulk because I love Target so much and I just want to go there, so I, I stopped that, but... I had to get something one year for Christmas at BJ's, and I went in, and I was like, listen, but I, my thing expired, blah, blah. She goes, oh, no, you can still purchase it. So can you go into those stores and not have the membership? Here's there? what happens. Like, it, technically, you're supposed to have a membership, but they, they'll they activate it. You have to pay. You have to pay. The, well, that that fee, that annual fee, that or annual I don't, fee, yeah. and, but, and it's it's usually fairly nominal. Yeah, but I and I asked her yeah. when I purchased it. I said, "Is there a price difference because I'm not a member?" And she said, "No." Wow, so, man. Kathy, on the way to Keenan's last year, I had to go buy like twelve dozen eggs, and I stopped at um, maybe it was BJ's or Sam's. It wasn't okay. Costco, um, and I asked if I could do a one day guest pass, and they said no. Mm-hmm. So I actually like. Circled the parking lot, found somebody who let me in oh and God, to do it with them. But I actually saw a reel on Instagram recently that said you can do if you buy a gift card to like one of those stores. So like if you go to CVS and buy a Costco gift card, because you have the gift card, you can <laughs> use that. Oh. This is like the, the worst version of Ocean's Eleven yeah, I've yeah. ever heard. Steve, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're breaking the Costco system. Well, and I buy two gallons of peanut butter. At let's, BJ's, let's... well, just real quick, at BJ's, I bought an electronic device, so I don't know if maybe that had something to do with it because it was an electronic. It's possible, or maybe they just, maybe they said, oh my God, Kathy Romano, how can I deny her? She's <laughs> no, my, they, my trust, favorite broadcaster. Trust me, they had no idea. Uh, Casey, go to um, Barbara on line six. I bet you a lot of people do this. All right, hey, Barbara. <laughs> You there? Yeah, you there? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. So, Barbara, what's uh, what do you hoard? And I bet you a lot of people share a similar story. Oh, my God. I hoard sparkling ice, fruit punch, and the lime and cherry flavor. <laughs> I live in Philadelphia, so I'm being penalized by the um, mayor. So I have to buy everything outside of Philadelphia. So this it's a soda tax, right? So, hmm? Because of the soda tax. I know a lot of people who leave. Oh, my God. Right, who live in, in Philly proper, who go outside and and hoard soda. And so your favorite flavor is the sparkling ice fruit punch? Yes. And now, I have an entire tote container of it down in my that's really funny. That's when does so it go funny. from hoarding and stocking to a collection? Right. Yeah. Have you seen my sparkling now, fruit punch collection? collection? Yeah. I literally have them in... Um, 
may come in like a six pack or a, tw- a case. I literally have like three cases plus they're full in the tote. I love that. And uh, let me ask you: Is there an element, a slight element of embarrassment in admitting this? Because I, I admit my my buffalo style uh, tuna uh, uh, addiction. Do you feel a little embarrassed, Barbara? No. One time, yes. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> I was in East Norriton, that's where I work, so I'm coming down, and I'm like, oh, they have, like, in, in Flowertown, they have the shop right in the Acme, and the giant, I literally <laughs> went to the giant and cleaned the mail. Yeah. Of, like, the entire cart was filled. Yeah, so th- there you go. I listen, and you own it. You love it. As Kathy says, you go. You, 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 even if you corner the market on it, at least you have it. So uh, it, it's weird that well, it's... Well, it's not it, like I can drink the water. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. No, good good point. It's fine. All right. Well, we appreciate it, Barbara. Yeah, there's... <laughs> I remember when that happened, and they were, say, they were they were saying, hey, soda consumption in the city has gone down. <laughs> what really was happening is that it wasn't hasn't gone down. They just are buying it from outside of the city. So. Yeah, and there's some juices with sugar in them that are falling under that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nick, I think it's a collection when it gets dusty. All right. <laughs> like yeah. when, when there's dust on it, it yes. has moved from uh, stocking up yes. okay. to a collection. Then I have a fine collection of... Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead, man. I know what if you're going to say. If I gave what? up my no. tuna, you can give it up. Let me hear uh, it. What, uh, pretzels? Okay. And also uh, cereal boxes that haven't been opened yet. And then um, a wine. I have a collection of wine. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay, but you have to dust the wine. So, uh, right. It still looks okay. That's exactly right. I was going to ask you, uh, Nick, I thought you were going to say something else. but um, What did you think I was ordering? I, I, all right. Uh, hotel soaps and shampoos. <laughs> Do you? No. Do you? No. Well, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So that's a whole other issue. That's kleptomania. So, uh, no, but no, they're, they're free, and they're going to throw them out. If do, you don't... Do, do they tell you that you can you can grab all that stuff on the way out? It's, it, if it's they're... The, the, they're not going to reuse them. If you re, if you open it and use it, they're not going to. They can't reuse it. Oh no! I like thought I thought like... you'd go grabbing unused stuff. Well, well, I mean, listen. <laughs> if if, if it's the single serving size. Yeah. All right, so, Nick, you check in on a Thursday, and you don't use that soap on Thursday or Friday. Do you put that in the bag because they're going to replenish it on Friday when they clean your room? totally does. I'm answering for him. (laughs) You definitely do. Also, when it's on the cart, that's not stealing. No. When it's in the hallway. Well, the question here is about about hoarding. Are you you hoarding him or simply taking him? Well, both. Yeah. <laughs> Both. Yeah. I have I have um, stayed in a in a in somebody's home where their guest bathroom is filled is, is filled uh, with all the hotel soaps and shampoos. When did and you stay at our house? <laughs> <laughs> because that's how it is in our home. <laughs> Let's go to. Uh, by the way, someone shares my uh, fascination. If we can go to line seven, Casey. I think it's Janine. <laughs> all right, Janine. Hello, Janine. How Hi. are you? Good. How are you? Good morning, guys. Good morning. So, are, are you are you a sister to my um, my addiction? Absolutely, and I almost nearly clear out the shelf every time I see the tuna pouches. <laughs> my favorite is the sweet and spicy and the jalapeno. That, well, the, Ooh, so jalapeno. we can we can exist then in the same ecosystem because we're not grabbing the same things. But the truth of the matter is, also they they like last forever. I mean, it, stored in the packet, right? They do, and my son will literally walk away, like, and go to another aisle just so he's not near me when I'm standing there loading up the car. That's what I'm looking for because there is this. I feel embarrassed, and that's why I now I now order online to get them because I don't feel like the ultimate tool clearing the shelf of them. But you, but you know what I'm talking about. So there you go. I do. 
<laughs> and when I come home, my husband's like, you do realize there's like 24 packs in the pantry. I'm like, I know, but you can never have enough. I literally have close to 200 packets. I, I, oh my that's God. unbelievable. Yeah. So can you I, take a picture today? Yeah. Yes. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened is, is that I, <laughs> I also ordered on Amazon, and I've been on a streak lately where I've been misunderstanding what the number pertains to when you're making... <laughs> Placing your order for how many you want. Oh, like oh. when you bought so that I, coffee? I essentially ordered, I thought I was ordering like four boxes. I was ordering four mini cases. So uh, that's why I ended up. You did up, it with the coffee and you did, did it with, with the, the creamer too. So like, Kathy, <laughs> And Oreos too, right? Oh, Oreos. yes. Yeah. So, so Steve. I, uh, I'm very stupid. So that's part of the deal. Just do me a favor. After you take the photo, can you just turn it over and check and see if there's an expiration date? Yeah, no, I know soon? for a fact they last for a while. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. A while. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, I actually have prepper food in my basement. <laughs> Dr. Mike convinced me, and, and he and I are going to have a meal at the... When the world is ending, we're going to have a, a chef prepare our prepper food. But that lasts for, like, 40 years, 30 years. But you, you'll get a, a good run on the... Uh... Hey, real quick, <laughs> just getting back to the uh, hotel soaps. <laughs> um, and Somebody texted this in and reminded me, uh, I think every year the Flyers actually have a night where they collect that, that stuff, and it goes to um, the shelters. So if you have any of those things, and I do, uh, you can bring them to certain places See, that's and, good. And, and donate them. So yeah. you're actually helping out the homeless exactly. by, by doing that. Right. Uh, yes. It's altruistic. That's you know, exactly can we go right. to Joyce on line three? Yeah, I was looking at it. Exactly, right. Casey. Go ahead. Hey, Joyce. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. So what What are you hoarding, Joyce? What are you, I'm, I'm going to assume, embarrassed, maybe not, to admit that you hoard? I used to be embarrassed, and now I own it <laughs> like a rock star. Um, deodorant. Deodorant. How, even much, if, deodorant. how, much, even if how much deodorant would we find in your house right now? Uh, now that I'm a little embarrassed to say. <laughs> oh my God. So every time I go to the store, I buy two or three of the deodorant. It's so bad that now my husband will go to the store and he'll be like, do we need anything from the store? You need deodorant, don't you? Because oh. he knows, he knows that I am obsessed. I'm obsessed. I have a deodorant obsession. What's Joyce, the- what's the, de- I need to know what the deodorant is. It's just degree. It's, ah. it's oh, I'm a degree guy. Yeah. What flavor? What flavor? What flavors you do? The flavors vary because there's a lot of new flavors out there. So I do, oh. uh, you know, I enjoy flavors. Are you are you a fan um, of Cool Rush? I love Cool Rush. That's what I'm rocking right now. Me too. I don't well, know if Cool Rush comes in female. Kate. Well, well like, uh, no, it's, it's it's like Irish Spring, manly yes, but but uh, she I likes it too. So so no. um, well, let me ask you that you, you didn't give me an actual count. If you were to guesstimate how many um, deodorant sticks you have in your house right now, what would you say? Over 30. <laughs> and, and why, Joyce? It's yeah. not like uh, degree ever is low in stock. I know. I know. Don't judge. It's a mental. Uh, there, no, there's I'm some just, sort of thing here. I'm not judging. I'm just asking. <laughs> so I have a little bit of OCD, yeah. uh, like diagnosed, um, and I go through a stick of deodorant a week. Okay. Um, listen, I, I I love your hygiene sense because I, I am that way as well. <laughs> I am I am acutely aware Okay, so maybe I can. Maybe I'm in your ballpark. I got Kate, 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 Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Kathy what is the? Um, it's the brand. I can never remember the name of it. It's the charcoal um, uh, uh, deodorant. Pay we right? Is that it? Yeah, Pay was the fast food. Place yeah, first. It is. So I, I, rub, I rub Asian food on my armpits. Oh, so, lettuce wraps. <laughs> so, you smell but great. Joyce, yeah, but Joyce. Uh, so I, I probably have about oh ten of those in the house. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Got it. You got it. Yeah. So, Joyce, how often? How often are you rocking? Are, are you rubbing your pits with the with the deodorant? <laughs> 
I'll, well, I only do it in, you know, in the morning after a shower, you know, before I head to work or head out or whatever. Um, but I'm, I count. I'm a counter. Okay. How many, <laughs> so, all right, how many passes? Oh, all right. Okay. So it's 60. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, per pit? <laughs> oh, my God. In each pe- on each pet. Oh my God, that's a that's a lot. That's 120. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Piper Y. Piper Y. That's it. Yes, it's not, not Asian food rubbing on your armpits. <laughs> and and it's so funny because even my husband's like, you know, after you 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 swipe it, you know, five, six, seven times, like you're just going over what's already swiped. Like it's not going to make much of a difference. Well, listen, like, I know we're not judging. Listen. We're not judging. I mean, look, <laughs> Nick is actually robbing hotels, so yeah. we're not judging. <laughs> um, but- and that's why I knew I could call in and be honest and own my. Off. All right, all right. Well, well, thanks, thanks for calling, Joe's case. Yeah, and by the way, so I don't know how you guys do your deodorant application, but I do almost essentially from like my elbow all the way down. Like I, I get this whole Wait a area. Oh, no. Haven't your pits yeah. been treated? Didn't they? You not- they have, and so I don't like really sweat. So, so and you I don't, don't have, sweat, and I don't really grow hair on my armpits. Is there odor? No, no, and I never. But it's more of the. <laughs> Sure, I so like you look cool. No, no, no. I, I like it when my arms are like, like uh, walking like a robot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little slippery, Casey, under there. slippery under there. Casey's I, doing the robot yeah. here in the studio. I prefer yeah. it to be slick, you know, like a slip and slide. Uh, but how many swipes? Um, uh, probably maybe like five to ten on on each. All right. I think we've know. gotten to the bottom of the uh, of the swipe account. <laughs> three. Uh, yeah, I want to I want to check into this right now. Uh, let's go to line one, uh, Jared. Case if we can. All right, Jared, how are you? Oh, back off, Warchild. <laughs> back seriously. off, seriously. Back off, Warchild. Back so, off, Warchild. Seriously. You have a you have a unique uh, hoarding uh, object. What is it? So, um, there there was this dinner my mom used to make chicken cor- uh, chicken croquettes, and they came from this one company, and it was like my favorite meal. Uh, and my mom called me one day and said the business uh, the company's going out of business. And she's like, so you better go to the store and, you know, get a couple before there's no more left. Well, so me, just being the person I am, I went to the store. There was about 12 in the freezer aisle. So I grabbed all 12 boxes. Right. And then I told my mom, I was like, yeah, I got a couple. She's like, oh, I just left the Redners in Boyertown, and they have a bunch on the shelf that says, you know, (laughs) uh, the end of sale. So I went to Boyertown. I grabbed about 18, 19 more boxes. How many, how, so how many croquettes in the house right now? Uh, so luckily, I ate half of them already. Okay. So luckily. we're down pretty low. Oh, wow. uh, is it dangerous? Are you having to make provisions and plans? I'm sorry, what? Are you having to make, like, emergency plans? Are you? Do you consider this dangerously low? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cry when I'm out of boxes. Um, all right, so wait, what? what is the name of the company? So it was called like uh, like Rashers. It was it was kind of like an off brand of Tyson. Okay. But they were they were the only like actual good ones that they make out there anymore. The rest are all bread crummy, and they're just not that good. It's, it's but, funny though how that registers in your mind, and you know, it's like I almost think of my with my situation, Jared is like. I don't want to live in a world without Star Kiss Buffalo <laughs> tuna in packets. Yeah. And so you think about, you know, these croquettes enhance your life. They're what you look forward to. And then to think of living without them is just unbearable, correct? 
Yeah, it's like living without my wife. I couldn't think about it, but no. it could happen. It's like living without your wife. Steve, let me ask you about the tuna packets. Yeah. Like you get to Thanks, a certain, what level um, in the household do you have to get down to in order to restock? I'm going to freely admit that around 200 is is excessive. Okay, uh, and and I will say that I'm 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 probably good in the. Um, 60 range because I have a, a whole 60 bunch to of 80 range frozen pizzas that we have a, down, a freezer downstairs right and so we keep some stocked frozen items right. down there uh, and I like having occasionally have those if I get down to like one or two I, I get a little nervous you get, uh, so I get nervous because here's what I do I apply that to salads uh, just a pack alone a lot of protein low calories yeah. and but Honestly, did you guys ever entertain the notion of adding that buffalo sauce to tuna? No. When I saw it, I'm like, "Dear God, this is genius!" Yeah. And and now I'm I'm I would say I'm probably borderline addicted, but I admit it. Again, this is a no judgment uh, situation here. So whatever you have in your shelves, mm-hmm. we're not going to be too critical. I mean, I'm Marissa. Well, I'm going to add a caveat. I feel like if it's on sale at the store, uh-huh. then unlimited quantities. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like with the sunblock. Like Jesus. sunblock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And deodorant. Uh, I want to go to, um, now, this is interesting. Brian on line three. Brian. Oh, crud. No, no problem. Did you hang up on him? I did. Brian had, well, Brian was um, hoarding Taco Bell sauce. Oh. Uh And you remember the story of the guy that was in Manhattan. Yes, the duck sauce. He actually killed someone. Mm -hmm. And they went to his apartment, Casey. You remember? He had boxes and boxes of this duck sauce that he just... And that's my fear. I don't want to be that guy, you know, who goes off the rails for star-kissed uh, buffalo tuna. I was just at uh, Chuck D'Amico. And, and hang on a second, Joanna. Uh, I was at Chuck's house, and they have, like, an entire thing in their fridge, an entire uh, 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 compartment that's yeah. filled with, like, Chick-fil-A sauce. And I was like... <laughs> that stuff's gold. I almost stole it because, yeah. I, I mean, it, it is the best sauce out there. Well, and remember when there was... Uh, quantities were down. Mm-hmm. And they said they were running out of Chick-fil-A sauce. Yep. Go to Chuck's house. Well, Joanna's on the line. Joanna, you have something uh, that pertains, I guess, to... Uh, it's, it's sort of underarm deodorant-ish. What do you collect? What do you hoard? It is the Bath and Body Works bubblegum pop perfume. Ooh. All right. Why? Why do you need um, so much I of it? I love bubblegum. It's my favorite scent. So last summer when they came out with it, I bought out entire stock from Warrington Bath and Body Works, Royal Grove, and Montgomeryville. Oh, my God. And the entire stock online. So how much in your house do you currently have, would you say? Right now, I have about 200 bottles left, <gasps> and I keep one in my bag. 200 oh. bottles. Now, Joanna, wow. was it seasonal? Like, did it only come out during the summer? I believe it is, and I'm hoping they get it back this summer. Okay, but gift card. just in case, you have plenty <laughs> for now. Well, how, 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 how quickly will you go through 200 bottles of uh, Bath & Body Works bubblegum pop perfume? Can you repeat that? How, how quickly will you go through that collection of 200 bottles? Um, One bottle will last me maybe about a week and a half. All right. Oh, okay. Wow. So you're, you're good to go. Tearing through it because those actually lose their scent after. Now, listen, it might it may be years, but um, they do kind of go bad on you. So yeah. Is that kind of a buzzkill for you? He's like, Kathy, what what did you have to dry it out that you were hoarding? Uh, the the, 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 the Yes, right, oh, right. Yeah. Well, maybe there's a way to store them, Joanna. So look into that. And, because, and, Joanna, do they ever run out of stock? Like, why do you need so? And this the judgment free zone. Why why do you have to have so many um, at a time? Uh, the bubblegum, because it is my favorite scent, and 
like, especially with my makeup, if it's my favorite color, whatever, anything that's my favorite, I will definitely stock up on so I don't run out. Listen, I, that, that makes sense to me. In my, in my own yeah. fits of uh, of uh, where I become deranged, standing there in the aisle, I can understand what you're saying. And Nick, stuff like that, like Marissa said, sometimes it's seasonal and it doesn't always come back. So, like, okay. if you if you find something you like, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know about 200, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. You kind of want to grab it up. All right, so, uh, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Go, go, if you can, Casey, Diane on line eight. Well, you know what? Brian is back. Oh, Brian's talk back. About sauce guy. All right, yeah, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, hey. talk, how, sorry, sorry for hanging up on you. So no. what are you hoarding? We said it's Taco Bell sauce. How much do you have? So every time I go through the drive-thru, I order it, and then I park, <laughs> and then I go in and I take more hot sauce. Oh, my God. And then I put I, lo- I, I love you for your co- your commitment to it. What? So you you get it? Why you do you go and park? park so he can go back in and get more. Because you, I'll tell you why. Let me ask you. Let me, let me uh, get, put you on the uh, psychiatrist's couch here. You feel bad about, um, you need to split it up so it doesn't seem so audacious, correct? Exactly. And I go in and I make sure I say, oh, you guys forgot to give me napkins. And then I fill my pockets with hot sauce. Oh, my God. So, yeah, do do you use it all right then and there or do you have a whole drawer filled? Okay, I have an entire drawer filled. (laughs) Which um... I only use like four packets and then I have an entire drawer. So, like. If you guys know anyone looking for hot sauce, I got the. Uh, <laughs> right. the no, you don't want to give, give it up. Guy. Give you a taste for yeah. free. Hey, what um, what um, heat uh, variety is it? Oh, you got to go fire. Come on, there. Uh, no, I don't. I'm I'm a hot guy. Well, that's him. Yeah, yeah. That's him. everyone marches to their own taco. Well, he sauce told drum. me that I had to go fire. Uh, oh, you don't want to go fire. I don't want to go. You, you can go fire. I think I, I think when it's too hot, you really can't taste anything. But obviously, Brian, you're an accomplished Taco Bell ingester. So <laughs> uh, let's go to Diane on line eight, case if we can. Uh, yep. All right, Diane. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. What are you? What are you embarrassed to admit you hoard or collect? Everything. <laughs> right before two months before the lockdowns, I had a family member working in the government that told me lockdowns were coming out of China. Told me the whole story. I went to every store. I live in Burmall. I went every store in Delaware County, and I bought Neosporin laundry soap, canned vegetables. Wow. I have two freezers. I filled. I have a basement worth $6,000 of canned goods, laundry soaps, Neosporin so, bandages. So you name it, D- I bought it. Diane, you went, you, went, you went full prepper. You went full end-of-the-world yeah. scenario. And, and now, yeah. that, now that you look back, do you, do, you feel, do you feel a little weird about it? Do you, are you surprised you got that extreme? Um, no, because there, I had a family member that said it was we were going to be in lockdowns and food was going to be hard to get. Yeah. So I just thought, you know what, I, I have an extended family that I take care of. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to make sure we all have food. And, and that, this thing gets ugly. Is yeah, your basement no. still that way? Are, are you still hoarding this much stuff? No, I started giving it away. Okay, <laughs> okay. good, like good. But listen, I, I listen. I bought a little prepper food just in case. I didn't know what was going to happen, yeah. and, and uh, I saw it pop up in you know those targeted ads because I always buy tactical hairbrush and tactical you know everything, even though I don't have hair. So uh, that stuff came. But I said, why not? So uh, you know, every once in a while, you succumb to that, and you had to look out for your family. So I get it. Uh, thanks, yeah. Diane. <laughs> sure thing. Uh, so yeah, so it's. To me, it seems like a more base instinct, and I'm a little sometimes embarrassed by it. 
but it's something that we all do, right? Yes, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> At some that's level why, or another. I swear to God, if the S ever really hits the fan, screwed. Because... No, come to my house. I have <laughs> no. tons of Buffalo-style <laughs> Starkiss tune-in packets that will yeah. last forever. So, all right, uh, we have to uh, cut it here, folks. Thanks for the calls. Uh, wonderful stuff. Uh, we're going to go on with Fox Good Day, as we always do on Wednesday. We have a big announcement involving a charity event related to the President's Tea Show. You're going to want to hear, and we'll be back after this. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Should be going live any second with our friends over at uh, Fox 29. This is the time of the week to talk, uh, talk to Preston and Steve. Preston with the day off. Steve is in and Casey's by his side. <laughs> we have a little survey to talk about today, fellas. Yes. Are you ready? We are. Oh, yeah. We are so ready. You can't even believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Travel and Leisure magazine is sharing the things TSA workers say are the most annoying things that we do in the TSA line. I'll just give you one example. Yeah. There's always the person who's the rule breaker, the passenger who always tries to take on, you know, get through with prohibited items, like, you know, like a knife or something. Yes. Yeah. Like, is it not evident at this point that you have to leave your bazooka home mm -hmm. and not bring that with you on the trip? <laughs> we, our beloved Pierre Robert had a situation where he was traveling. It was LAX, I think. And not that he brought a gun on board, but he had stopped at this place and purchased like 12 different kinds of hair care product. You know, Pierre's hair. But they're all huge bottles of this stuff. He had to throw it all out because he, he like, and I'm sure that, that slows down the line. And we just traveled. And people who get into line, my line of thinking is travel in the clothes of the climate you're going to right there are people who just get okay. layered up and 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 they have to take off all this stuff and the shoes and all this stuff and it becomes a nightmare okay how about you well so this just happened because we just, traveled, just traveled right so you are allowed one one carry-on and one backpack right yeah. and and they police that as you're getting onto the plane they do not police that as you're going through tsa so the two people that i was behind i think they had like four or five bags each yeah right yeah and, true. They, and they're taking laptops <clears throat> out and you know right. and, and i literally only had a backpack because I, I mean i was really traveling light 
at a certain point, you turn around to the person, and it's the same thing in a supermarket. If, if the dude behind you has, like, two items, you let him in front of you, and, and these people just of took course. forever, and I'm just trying to, you know. Yeah, the thing to do is just go to one of the TSA agents. Uh-huh. This guy told me he has a gun. <laughs> And then that's how you do it because it's it's just it's nightmarish. I'll tell you what's a wonderful uh-huh. development when they have the dogs sniffing. Oh, yeah. Then you don't have to take your shoes yes. off. That's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anything like that. Too. And older people. Older people. Oh, I give them a pass. I, you know, I give you no, know people they with don't children. Want to take their shoes off. No, yeah, I, I think. I, yeah. Shoes off, little kids and old people. I think. Well, they don't. I didn't know that. <laughs> how old? How old? Yeah. Yes. Like 47 is, is, is it is it is it less a security thing and no one wants to see those gnarly feet <laughs> well they just our common perpetrators are not the under 10 set and the over 70 yeah. set. Oh. So i love when i travel with my mom and the kids like they're pretty much good to go do you get a pass if you if you bring a senior citizen with you are you then allowed to keep your shoes on no, but I purposely dress my shoes and things easy on, easy off. I have everything ready to go. Like yeah. I'm like six people back. We can tra- we can travel anytime. Yes, exactly. The people yeah. who wear like ski oh, boots. Shoot. Yes, I exactly. Mean, there are so many ways that like you should live your life, and it, and it, it shouldn't just be at the airport. Like if you're going through a drive-through, know what you're going to order before you get to the drive-through. Exactly. You know, yes. when you get to the airport. You know, no, no, yeah. know exactly like what you need to do, but you know, unless you oh, I can't ne- bring a samurai sword. Yeah. Unless no. you, you've never flown before, you know, prepare. Like as a matter of fact, maybe you can kick your yeah. shoes off before you even get to the to the tables. Yep, simple as that. Yes, of course. Why aren't we running things? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Much better Gentlemen, world. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right, see ya. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't understand, Steve, uh, you know, and, uh, people are, it's like they're surprised. Here's what I do. When they show I, up. I feel like, exa- <laughs> and when I'm going through on the thing, I'm, I'm already prepped. Everything's, uh, you know, is, is untied, all, all good to go. You put it in the, in the tray, I've got everything set to go, and I feel, I hate holding up the line. Mm-hmm. I hate holding up. Me too. Uh, you know, and, and occasionally when you get patted down, just, just do what they're asking and get through. Because if you start, if you get into some sort of situation, Going through Orlando's airport back, um, there was people. There were people in front of us. I, I was in line with Kyle. I was you were you ahead. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, it's like half the reason we're bottlenosed, uh, you know, bottlenecked. I should say mm-hmm. is because of just two people, it, and everything else would have opened up immediately. Yeah, but that's, on. you got to give Orlando a pass because there's so many people traveling with kids. Like <laughs> yeah. that is just not easy. I take everything out of my pockets even before I get in the line. I put it all in the back. Like I have, uh, I, if I can. Get to the airport with like flip flops on, so the shoes come on and off faster. Oh, yeah. Like I just try to make it, Steve, as simple as possible for me, so there's nothing in my pockets, there's nothing metal anywhere, and put it in the bag and then just get through. I agree. The most difficult part for me though is not petting this, the dogs. Yeah, because oh, they're, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> but I do stress more about holding people up than I do about like getting you know. I do too. Uh, you know, I'm, pulled aside or whatever. I get oh, right, so yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. embarrassed because yep. I'm taking up time. Hey, so real quick, uh, normally I think uh, you know, if Preston were here, we would do the bizarre file and then do the announcement, but because we're not going to do it that way, I, right. think, I feel like we should do I, th- I think we should. Do right we have now. a drum roll? Yeah, yeah. As All a right. matter of fact, i got to get <clears> Kathy, <throat> yeah. you're going to have me announce this and then join on in. I'm sorry that I'm not Preston, but I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, it is back. Uh, you know it. You love it. Those uh, of the uh, excessively quaffed, Kathy's Cuts benefiting wigs for kids. Yeah. Give me a- 
And it is Monday, May 1st. Two locations to donate. Gravity Hair Salon in Ambler, PA. And a new one. Yes, brand new salon. And I'm so excited that we're going to New Jersey. you specifically wanted a location in New Jersey. Obviously, we have a lot of people who support uh, this charity and listeners in Jersey. It's Vice Vibe Salon. Vibe, Vibe. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, Vibe Salon. They're in Mount Laurel, Laurel, New Jersey. Um, And I'm so excited that they're involved. Everybody's really looking forward to this. Um, And we, we kind of, you know, shifted again. Uh, like we did over COVID when we started this again, we didn't take it back to the one big location. So we're keeping it like this for now. Uh, next year, maybe we'll be back at True Beauty. They're still involved. True Beauty Concepts, they're um, supplying... And they're amazing. The, yeah, they're yeah. supplying the gift bags of hair products to all of the donors as well as the stylists that are going to be working on them. Um, and Duncan is going to provide, you know, some coffee and, and breakfast. So we're working on the specifics. Uh, we might have Nick at one location. Uh, Nick, yeah. you, you are now, you're excessively quaffed. You, you're ready to make the cut, yes? This is a three plus years of growing the hair out and uh, I am tired of it. Yeah. and uh, So I'm going to cut it at some point this year anyway, but if I can donate it to charity, all the better. I mean, how many bottles of hotel shampoo do you go <laughs> yes. for a week? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to stay in so many hotels Thank God you so many bottles. Thank God you have all those Marriott robes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you can sign up now. I've been getting so many emails about this. I always do. Right when we, we hit, you know, springtime coming yeah, in springtime, yeah. people look forward to it. People grow their hair out. Um, so you can go to PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, you sign up for either location. So you can pick the one that's convenient to you or one that has a convenient time for you. I will say it does often book up early. So if this is something you want to do, make sure you uh, sign up today. And I have to stress that Wigs for Kids has uh, new requirements. In the past, we there was like 8 inches of hair, 10 inches of hair, 12 inches of hair. It's actually up to 14 inches wow. of hair. And the reason they do this is um, because they're able to, they have to have that long of a hair of hair to um, be able to make these wigs. And it takes a number of ponytails just to make one wig. So uh, the the minimum is 14 inches of hair. So Minimum? Yes. The, the, you have to have... Wow. Do you think that's going to impact? You've had a lot of people with very long hair come down, so I don't think it should be that... I think it will impact some people who were maybe planning to cut right. this year and they're not quite at that length. But I don't. Th- I think the event will still fill up. We get people with, I mean, the ponytails that they come in with yeah. are so long. Some people's hair grows so fast. I, unfortunately, am not a person like that. My hair uh, doesn't even grow. So right. uh, people that are able to do this, it, it's great. And there's a number of um, requirements and guidelines. And you can read all of that uh, on PrestonandSteve.com. But your hair can't be... Uh, quickly treated or bleached and if you have gray hair uh you can only have a, a percentage of gray you can't have if you're fully gray you won't be able to donate and as we said before you are not they're not just going to put you on a uh, on a on a, a, a table saw you're going to get a style yeah, oh, you'll, yeah you'll get a beautiful hairstyle all of these hairstylists gravity hair salon has been with me since day one when we did this um years ago i think it was like 16 years ago we started 15 16 Angela. or something like that mm. um yeah so so they've been with me they, and all of their stylists have been doing this with us for years um and then the new salon again they're all seasoned stylists that know what they're doing they know how to cut the hair um and yeah everyone's like so excited to to do this again oh as well as should be because it's such a great charity and, and, and let people know again exactly what wigs for kids does yeah, so wigs for kids they make um uh, they make wigs for kids that you know for whatever reason are losing their hair it could be for cancer it could be for alopecia it could be for something else um and they give the wigs to the kids free of charge and they are taking the hair that we donate to them and they're using that uh, to create the wigs which is why it's so important that you follow the guidelines please make sure that you read the guidelines and don't sign up 
if you don't qualify. Because if you get there and they give you a free haircut, um, you know, you're taking somebody else's spot that yeah. could be donating this hair. That, uh, where it can be used for the kids. And again, it's Gravity Hair Salon in Ambler and it's Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel. We're in New Jersey. Uh, anything else you want to add to that? No, just the time slots start at 6 a.m. Uh, they end at 10 a.m. And uh, like I said, they fill up quickly. So if you meet the 14 inches of hair guideline, uh, as well as, you know, the other guidelines that are listed, uh, sign up. All right. Awesome. And uh, Case, we have to have. Nobody can do the Bizarre File but Preston, so let's let him do it. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. I can do the sponsor, though. Oh. Uh, today's Bizarre File is brought to you by Monster Jam. The big leagues of monster truck competition comes to Lincoln Financial Field April 16th. Visit monsterjam.com for details. I will start in the Bronx. A woman fell into the cellar of her apartment building after part of her bathroom floor collapsed below her feet. Wow. And she went through the floor down into the cellar. The partial floor collapsed. Happened on Sunday at a six-story building. Was she sitting on the bowl? No. Oh, when the 28-year-old tenant entered her first floor bathroom, the floor gave way in the area of the toilet, though, and shower, <laughs> sending her tumbling down into the cellar. She fell about eight feet, uh, suffered minor injuries, including cuts and bruises. She was recovering at a hospital. I've been in some, uh, like in the city or in the, you know, where you step on the floor and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah this is not... It's not long for the world. It left a two-foot-by-four-foot hole in the bathroom floor. A preliminary what did you eat? Investigation <laughs> uh, determined that the lack of proper maintenance was a contributing factor to the collapse. And uh, they had issued a violation to the landlord for failure to properly maintain the building. In the meantime, the woman, her husband, and child were forced out of the apartment <laughs> after the DOB issued a partial vacate order for... Uh, the impacted unit as well as for the area directly below it. Tenants said that they weren't surprised and that the landlord regularly ignores issues in the building. So he's one of those. The slumlord. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it. Uh, in New Zealand, this is weird, man. A, a captain of a ship crashed on his way to work in his car. And he died the next day in the hospital. And apparently they found that he had fatally ingested antifreeze. Oh, Prior Alan Lee is his name. He drove off a hillside road in the outer Marlboro Sounds and spent a night outdoors before walking to a house and getting a ride to the hospital. However, he suddenly deteriorated despite full efforts to resuscitate him. He died in intensive care that afternoon. A toxicologist found that Lee had consumed ethyl glycol, also known as antifreeze. Now, he was the skipper for New Zealand King Salmon, working seven days on, seven off, and uh, staying with either of his parents or partner during time off. And he was driving on an unsealed road when his Ford Ranger went off the road, rolled down a steep hillside, coming to a stop about 200 meters below the road. He pulled himself out of the vehicle, but he couldn't climb back up the hill. So he spent the night in the br- bush uh, drinking from a stream to quench his, uh, what he called, ins- or what he said was an insatiable thirst. Uh, in the morning, Lee made his way to a house. Uh, he looked clearly beat up, but he refused medical help because he didn't want to be airlifted to Wellington. And in the end, the homeowners drove him to a hospital. They said that Lee was talkative and coherent on the drive, but he was breathing heavy and had pain in his chest. He was alert but confused and had an increased heart rate by the time they arrived at the hospital. By noon and by 3.40, he had deteriorated rapidly. He was admitted to intensive care, was intubated, ventilated. He was suffering from high potassium and severe acidosis, a buildup of acid in the blood. And despite full resuscitation areas, uh, uh, um, efforts, he couldn't be revived. So as ethyl glycol 
was detected in his toxicology results. Concerns were raised about whether Lee drank this from the coolant bottle in his vehicle. Uh, Lee had described being insatiably thirsty after the crash. Uh, investigating crash, police found the coolant overflow bottle in his vehicle had tipped over and the top of it had been removed, making it possible for him to take the coolant water from the overflow bottle. So I don't know why this that guy is did weird. that. And is it possible if he was drinking from the stream that there were chemicals in the stream? I was wondering that initially, but they're saying that this bottle was, yeah. was what he was drinking from. And and why why did he or, pass on a, on a, on the medical trip to Wellington? Uh, what's his beef with Wellington? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, please fill the coroner. They were satisfied there was nothing suspicious or the. Uh, in relation to his death, uh, that is so weird. Yeah, yeah. There's just no you would uh, ma- you know how lethal. Yeah, you know. But I'm wondering if he if he it, it thought he had cleaned it out maybe and there was some left in it and he had put water in it and then drank that. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, an employee of an animal park in southwestern Sweden was gored to death uh, by an animal called an eland. Uh, an eland is the world's largest antelope. Oh boy, and it's got big yeah. you know uh, big honking horns. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, or antlers, or whatever you want to call them, or antlers, I don't know. Uh, the, the, the man, a foreign national, Rantlers. was taking the antelopes into the stables after, you can tell his accent, after the park had closed. Rantlers. Uh, the goring happened at the Olin Animal and Entertainment Park. <laughs> Listen to the man, he's uh, being gored to death. Police said the case is being uh, considered a workplace accident, which is standard procedure. That you get gored to death? Yeah. It's not known precisely what happened inside the enclosure. Uh, as of Monday, the park had closed for the season. And that happens occasionally. Our employees will get gored to death. Yeah. yeah. The whole bunch of them. Apparently, it was like... It's like a billion. Yeah. Uh, in England, police have issued a warning after a driver attempted to evade his breathalyzer test by shoving coins into his mouth. Oh, I've heard this. Wait, wait, I've heard side this. of the road. Yeah. Is there any sort of uh, substantial? Yes. No. Somebody like, that I know tried said, it. said that they put pennies under their tongue. Yeah. And that they ended up passing. You know what? That makes no sense. Yay! <laughs> Right, you have to do one of those on every one of these stories. That so far, we've had beef, Wellington, and sense. Uh, the driver had been caught driving through a red light on Saturday night after being pulled over by police <laughs> to be questioned and given a breath sample. He proceeded to shove a load of coins into his mouth. Good. This, this, these are my shoving coins. Uh, nevertheless, he blew a reading. This is in England. A reading of 65 with the legal limit in England being 35. The, those are metric numbers. Uh, they shared a number. Uh, they shared the image of the... The car to their social media pages as they issued the warning to other road users, don't believe what you read on the internet. Okay. So, yep, didn't work. Got any cow stories in there, President? Uh, It would be an utter catastrophe (laughs) if it did, right? No, but... Yeah. I have this. A sheriff's deputy in Alabama captured photos and video when a pair of goats accosted his patrol vehicle and ate some of his paperwork. Huh. Uh, the, and they will eat anything. Absolutely. Dude. Goats will eat anything. I've had them eat Cans. My, my clothing yeah. before. They definitely like to go after that. And they drink a radiator fluid. Uh, the Mad- Madison County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that Deputy Casey Thrower returned to his patrol car after delivering some legal documents and found two curious goats investigating the car. One of the goats climbed into the vehicle through the open side door and started eating some of Thrower's paperwork. 
Uh, the other goat climbed up on the hood of the car. Uh, Deputy Thrower explained that due to the number of homes he visits daily, on occasions he leaves his vehicle door open because he's had to retreat from being attacked by canines in the past. <laughs> Come on! So, There's no way to live! No, so he was uh, eventually able to shoo the goats away. And there you go. To, any angle on that? I'm thinking like Billy Goat. Billy Goat. Yeah. Goat. Uh, you know, uh, Greatest of all time. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Beef Wellington. <laughs> and that's all I have in the bizarre file. Sorry, fellas. We'll be right back into this. What's new? Why do you ask? Ghost. Lincoln Park. Party. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Actually, I have semi... Well, it's not breaking news, motor? but... No. Oh. <laughs> He's, He's got a semi. You said you had a semi. He jumped in with that. Ah, so, before yeah. I could finish what I was saying. That's right. it. Okay, so semi-breaking news is what I was going to oh, say. Okay. But anyhow... Breaking. <laughs> yeah, so we only get part of it because it's semi-breaking. Uh, New Jersey's holdout as the sole U.S. state that still requires an attendant to pump gas could be in jeopardy. The only state. The only U.S. state. I thought for sure there'd be maybe one other. Right? But Jersey holds the dubious honor. This is the one and only. A bill which is dubbed the Motorist Fueling Choice and Convenience Act could be the legislative unraveling of a 73-year-old ban on allowing gas station patrons to stick the nozzle in their car and administer their own fuel. The new bill was introduced with bipartisan support on Monday afternoon. Uh, the legislation, if passed, would give the gas station owners the option to provide self-service, uh, and it would no longer make it unlawful for someone other than an attendant pump their own gas, allow gas stations to offer full-service fuel, self-service fuel, or a combination, allow gas stations to offer a discount to customers who pump their own oh. gas. <laughs> See, I don't mind it. I, uh, I, I don't like, mind either. I like, the, I like not having to get out of my car if it's cold or rainy or whatever. They would also require a calling device so that a person with a disability can receive assistance pumping their gas. Uh, allow those with disabilities to have their gas pumped by an attendant at a lower self-service price if it is offered. Now, here's what I'm curious about, and this is the reason I bring it up. Uh, is there anyone listening right now who has never pumped their own gas, ever, done it in their <laughs> life, I'm curious. 215-263-WMMR. And with that, would that mean that you've never left New Jersey? If you've never pumped your own well, gas, you, maybe. You could, well, unless you, you are usually gassed up before you cross the bridge. Right. You or know, you have someone else do it for you because you've never done it. If you leave the state, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's possible that there are possible people have, listen, every state has people who have never, I assume, Maybe I'm making talking out of my ass. Yeah. Who've never left Jersey. Right. At all. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me go to some calls. I'm going to go to Kim. Hey, Kim, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful, Kim. What's up? So that uh, Wawa station that Casey went to off of Route 55, mm-hmm. I drive a diesel pickup because I have horses. And we pump our own diesel here. There's very few places that want to get stinky and smelly or whatever, so you always have a glove. But that island at Wawa flat out says that you pump your own on just that island. 
Okay. So that's probably the one he pulled up to. And it's got diesel available there? Is it... So it's, it's diesel and regular gas. Okay. At this one in particular, at least, they're bucking the system. Uh, yeah, and you got a lot of places where the, the kids are just like, yeah, go ahead, do it, whatever. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, but that's, they're just letting you do it. It's not, you know. Yeah, it is against the law. It's like da- dancing is outlawed in New Jersey. But, I wonder if you anybody's know. ever gotten a citation for pumping there. If, if a gas, gas station for, for letting people that pump their own gas, if they've gotten in trouble with the law. Cited? I don't know. The letter of the law. Right? Jersey's pretty strict on their laws. Um, yeah. Interesting. All right, thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. You're uh, let me go to Frank. Hey, Frank, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, sir. What's up, Frank? Uh, all right, guys. I am 36 years old. Well, yeah. I'm about to be 36. <laughs> I've never pumped my own gas. Never wow. have pumped never. your own gas? Yeah. Not once. You've never uh, pumped gas into a container for a lawnmower? You've n- well, never. Uh, in Jersey, I don't know where, like, Casey did that, but I've never been allowed to... Like fill my own gas tank. So what? Like, even for a lawnmower, they made me like, yeah. They made so, they, they they did it. Uh-huh. Now Frank, to, yeah, yeah, to, to Preston's question, <laughs> if you've ever crossed over into another state, yeah, what do you do? Yeah. So so I've filled up every time I've gone to another state. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the one time I went to Maryland and I was like, I'm gonna have to fill my own tank, but I was driving with somebody and they were like, ah, I used to be a gas attendant, I do it. And then they were like, you should watch me in case you ever. <laughs> right. And then it never come up again. It's literally never happened. It's funny and that, that you, make it a, you make it a point to fill up before you know you're going to cross state lines, right? Because I don't know what to do now, and I'm too old to ask. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what. Frank, we can. We can. Oh, God. It's, it's like, really, it's very easy. Damn YouTube video to fill gas. I don't even think they make YouTube videos for that. Because they're like, uh, you can figure out YouTube. Everyone Everybody knows. It's so obvious. Why? Why would we even make a video? That's why there's no YouTube yeah. video for raising your arm. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, thank you, Frank. We Good appreciate luck, it, man. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's 49 states do it. 49 states allow it. There's just one. Oh, my gosh. You know? That's crazy. I can do something Frank can't. Yes! <laughs> You're like a regular mechanic compared to him. Uh, I'm going to go to, we have a few Lisas. I have Lisa S. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. How uh, are you guys? Wonderful, Lisa. What's your history with pumping gas? So I have never pumped my own gas. How old are you, may I ask? I'm 33 years old. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So one time I crossed a state border. Well, I've always been with somebody, but my husband was with me, and we got lost, I believe, in Queens, New York. And he let me get out of the car to get something. When I came back, he locked the doors and cracked the window, and he's like, you're going to learn how to pump your own gas. (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) And I got so upset, I started crying, and he let me back in the car. You know, it's one of those things, though. What happens with things like this in life, and Lisa, I'm sure you'll agree, it's like, oh, yeah, around and then so much time passes. that Now it becomes a thing, and, and you slowly become sort of afraid to do it. And uh, and that's where you are right now. If, if someone were to give you a, a, a quick lesson in how to do it, would you be amenable to learning how to pump your own gas? I would. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because it's. Don't let my husband teach me. All right. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> it's really not that hard. You yeah. know what we ought to do? We should sometime uh, down the road when we're, uh, you know, maybe when it warms up, we should have a, a gathering yeah. and teach people. Absolutely. Let them walk through. Coming out. 
and and how to pump their own gas and get it out of the way. We de-virginize. We'll them. put we'll put like folding chairs by yeah. the pump so that you can see how it's done. Yep. And uh, like a little chalkboard and everything, and then the whole deal. Use some lube to make Absolutely. it easier. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not a bad. I idea. think I actually pumped gas for the first time. I might have been four years old. Okay. Uh, now you were pumping on old school. Yeah. Right. Equipment. Yeah. This was down in like the D.C. area, and. Uh, it was like a big deal. I was like, "Can I try that?" And they were like, "Yeah." You know, I'm not they, but the person I was with. They were like, "Yeah, go ahead, try it." And I don't know why, but it was for me at that time the coolest thing that ever it's happened to me sexual. in my life. Yeah. God, not only that, pump gas. I used to siphon gas oh, all, all the time. time. All the time. Oh. You know what, man? Um, <laughs> yeah. We had a um, we had a kerosene. We had two kerosene heaters in uh, in my house growing up, and we had a giant barrel of kerosene in our uh, garage. And every week or so, we would have to go out, me and my older brother, we would have to go out and, and pump the kerosene from the barrel into, like, the little can of sure, kerosene. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I was doing that stuff really early on. Uh, let me go to Gene. Hey, Gene, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Gene? Okay, I work at a 7-Eleven in Philadelphia right off 95. Okay. There's been multiple people that come in and have to walk into the store because they can't pump their gas. They just don't show them. Sometimes their gas, like the cap, is missing. They're like, "Well, where is it?" I'm like, "I don't know." (laughs) (laughs) How do you handle that? Do you will somebody go out and pump it for them, even though you? I mean, well, they have to go buy another. Yeah, you can fill it up. Just be careful. Go back, trace your tracks if you can find it. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Multiple people. This happens all the time. All right, Gene. Do they do they seem embarrassed when they come in and ask for it? Sometimes, usually yeah. the, the men do. Yeah. Have you ever seen somebody, because this happens, I know, a fair amount where someone will not look at the pump or not look at what they're doing, and they'll put diesel? I haven't seen uh, that happen. Yeah. You ever seen that happen, Gene? No, I've never seen that happen, no. Yeah, yeah. that can, that can mess things up pretty good. It sure yeah. can. Yeah. All right, thanks, Gene. Appreciate thanks, it. Yep. There's a gas station by my house that is not clearly labeled diesel or, you know, the regular fuel you would get for your car, and I stand there every time I go, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Which one is it? You know, like, and I think one has like a red handle, one has a green handle, and I, I, I think it's like you would expect the diesel to be the red, you know, like stand right. out, but it's not. Whatever it is, it's not clearly labeled, so I have to like look and make sure, and it's written diesel like on the side, so you have to yes. go to the side of the pump to make sure. <laughs> I thought I the nozzles that. wouldn't fit. They won't fit. They okay. won't fit. I think. Um. Well, shoot. <laughs> One well, one would fit. One, one would fit, be, and the yeah. other wouldn't. Yeah, I know um, what you're saying. Do you know what you don't see on the on the on the pumps? And they used to have them where the the spring they would have a spring, like yeah. a, like a spring thing that you would push right, push it and kind of hold it in place. They you don't, don't see those anymore. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember uh, Bam Margera has a, a Lamborghini, and his friend Brandon Novak was driving it and accidentally put oh my god diesel <laughs> gas into his Lambo. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Uh-huh. Hang on. Somebody wants to defend Casey. I'm going to go to Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hello there. Hi. Um, coming over to Commodore Barry Bridge. Hey, Casey, it's John from Delco. Oh, <laughs> dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my wife teaches your kids. Oh, 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 okay. What's up, John? How you uh, doing, man? So, so the Wawa over 322 <laughs> right there. Uh, uh, right where the CVS is. Yes. I was there Friday night, and I pulled in, <laughs> and it was a diesel pump and a regular pump. And I was sitting there for a while, and I looked over, and a guy didn't have a Wawa thing on. He was pumping his gas. And the attendant came over and said, when you're at a diesel bay, 
you can pump your own gas. Huh? Okay. okay. Well, you maybe know that's the case. Hey. Or maybe it was dress down day at the Wawa. Hey, John Howe, uh, I think yeah. that was actually the the Wawa that I was at, not the one at the at the base of uh, the uh, 55. I think I'm pretty sure it was that one. So the are they scoffles like... over there? What's the story? Yeah. Are, and then are they there's another gas station across the way, too, and then the CVS is right there. Yeah, so. it's a Sinclair that's across the street from that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're at a diesel bay in Jersey, you're allowed to pump because they have little signs there. My wife and I honeymooned at Diesel Bay, Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. I it's love beautiful. Diesel the Bay. When have, the loons return. <laughs> I have pumped my own. Right, well, you guys have a good day. Thank you. Right, have, you have a good night, John. <laughs> uh, John's a great guy. I uh, I have pumped my own gas three times in, in Jersey. One time uh, at that Wawa. Another time when I was pumping gas into my... Uh, Vespa, and then the third time, man, was, you keep you keep a, a, a comprehensive <laughs> journal of your gassing well, situation. So the last time, this is I, I had made a mistake. So I didn't know that when you bought gas cans at your hardware store, that the colors were the types of fuel that you were yeah. supposed to Oh, right. Yeah, blue blue yeah. is, um, kerosene. is kerosene. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I just like the way the blue one looked. Uh. And uh, <laughs> and so I bought that one. And so the guy wouldn't pump gasoline into yeah. my car. Sure. Oh, yeah. no yeah. 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 yeah, that's how they, they get that way. Yeah. But yeah. he kind of turned his head and was like, you know, you can do it if you want. Yeah. And he was like, okay. but I, I cannot. Tell you what, take me out back, give me a handy, I'll let you do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning. Uh, that was my Gary Lauer impression. Oh, that was not That's bad. Great. What's up, Brian? Hey, uh, I I went down to my gas station. Uh, I live in Pennsylvania, and the gas attendant or the uh, attendant from inside was outside, and I talked to him all the time. He had just missed a girl from New Jersey. He had to go outside because she was trying to spray the gas in from several inches away oh, no. outside of the thing and sprayed it all over the ground. Oh, so she God. didn't insert the nozzle into no. the hole and was just like almost like one of those squirt games at a carnival. Yes, exactly. Yes. Thanks, Brian. All right, later, guys. That's another thing for us to do: play the the uh, the carnival game, but <laughs> using right. using gas pumps. <laughs> And then I you go. You go. Obviously, you you did it. Pierre's done it. Pull away with oh. the, with the pump in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, DJ. Uh, DJ. Good morning. Good morning. Long time caller, first time listener. Hey, oh, welcome. Right, you did it the other way. Yeah. It's very few people do that. So wait a minute. You you had an incident at the pump, right? Yeah. So my mom's side. She lives in New Jersey, uh, Ocean City. So I. Went down to visit my grandma and my grandpa, and I pulled into the gas station, and it was a Wawa, and I'm standing there, and there's no uh, nobody to pump my gas. So I get out. I start pumping my gas. All of a sudden, I see a cop car flicking lights on, and it pulls into the gas station, and he comes up to me, and he goes, oh, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Pennsylvania. And he goes, you know, it's against the law to pump your gas in Jersey. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So uh, next thing I know, he's flipping out a citation book, and he's giving a $50 citation to me. Wow. A $50 ticket for pumping gas. Wow. I didn't know it was illegal. And <laughs> he came off the road into the gas station just to come and mess with me. You would think, it, wow. like a warning, hey, I'm going to let you know you can't do this, and there you go. But, I mean, so well, He's like, where are you from? And I was like, Pennsylvania. And he goes, well, you know, in Jersey, it's illegal. And I was like, well, that's news to me. <laughs> Wow! Thing I know, I'm getting a fifty dollar fine. Oh, oh that's so. <laughs> I suppose you're going to tell me the drugs I have in the trunk are illegal too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, DJ. I wasn't sure. Fifty I, bucks. I yeah. thought it was maybe just a you know 
listen, do this, uh, follow the rules, or and and then we kind of look the other way. But no, I guess I guess they'll get you if they how, really feel like it. How did it end up that New Jersey was the only state? I mean, I guess Oregon did at one point, but like, how, how are they the holdout? You always say they follow the money. So so somewhere along the line. Now, mind you. What is a cool thing? <laughs> We're watching the Zoolander gas fight from the uh, the movie. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, you know there there are people who are hired to do that to pump the gas. You know, so that's that's the deal. I, I, but yeah, what would what would make this the only state that is currently adhering to this? <laughs> Rule. Reading this story says one of the arguments against uh, lifting the prohibition was that it would eliminate part-time jobs for thousands of New Jerseyans. Yeah. But given the job market shift since the pandemic, that might not hold the same weight as it once did. So this might be a good opportunity uh, to allow that to happen. And also the, yeah. uh, charging stations and, and electric uh, stuff uh, is playing a part into this as well. Uh, the rest of the country is rapidly growing, trying to expand the electric vehicle market. And by adding charging stations, as more people are buying battery-powered cars, perhaps the bans on doing will simply come down to just following with the other 49 Can you use those on a regular car? Yeah, you just take I it tried. in the gas pump. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve, there are two reasons here that are listed um, in uh, this. This is Mental Floss, which is a great site. And uh, so there was the 1949 uh, Retail Gasoline Dispensing Safety Act and regulations. It banned drivers from pumping their own gas in New Jersey. And right. the, the main, the initial reason was it was a fire hazard, right? People didn't know how to do it. Uh, if somebody was smoking, it, ca- it could cause a fire. Right. fire. However, it says the government version might not be the whole story. The passage of the act was motivated by something a little less pure than safety. Money. Ah, in the 1940s, when self-service was unheard of in most uh, in most of the country, a gas station owner named Irving Rengold uh, offered lower prices to customers willing to pump their own gas. So it was a gimmick, and that became a threat to rival gas. There we go. Oh, there you go. It, and they, it, and you, the other rivals probably had influence with the politicians. Exactly. So. That's ex- wow. Follow the money. Follow it's the always money. the case. Yep. All right, let me go to, uh, I'm going to go to Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Tracy. What's up? I have never pumped my own gas. Never? never. How, how old are you, Trace? Never. 53. 53. And uh, what happens when you leave the state? Well, usually I'm traveling with somebody. Okay. Or, I mean, even I just make sure I fuel up before I go anywhere. Okay. Because it's actually the longest running joke in my family. <laughs> I, I want to be grandmothered in. Like, I, yeah. I don't even want to learn. All right. So, yeah. so you just want to go ahead and hold out. Oh, I really do. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. She's got a mission. Yeah. I, that's cool, Tracy. And so stick with it. What do you now? Mind you, actually, you could do that. What if she gets to the point where she ports over to like a Tesla or something? Yeah. And gas is not even yeah. an issue. Or yeah. I mean, listen, a lot of gas stations have self-serving, full service. So you just if you pull up to the full do service they? bay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Would be, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. So you I, have a, you, I would be able to do it. You Thank have a you, master Tracy. plan in mind. Oh, that's very cool. Good luck. Tracy. Finish off life without pumping gas. Case, I I don't know anywhere near me that has any full My service. My Liberty gas station. Opportunities. Fritz's Liberty. Uh, they have a full service bay. Uh, let's go to uh, John. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. What's up, John? So I went to college in central Pennsylvania, probably like 150 miles from New Jersey, right? And there were kids, there were students from New Jersey who would like come to campus in, you know, in the fall they drive their cars around town a little bit, and then they wouldn't be able to fill them up. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a really common thing to have to take your friends from just abandoned cars all over the town. <laughs> so so like, show they would, them what to do. So, so John, they'd run out of gas. They hadn't learned how to pump gas, and so other people would have to take them or help them pump the gas. 
it, yes, it, it was normally a one-time thing, you know. It's not that hard to figure out, but it was a fairly common common occurrence. That's okay, funny. Yeah. That, okay. that, that speaks exactly to this, Preston. Yeah. You, yeah. It just Thanks, gets, it gets away. It's like 40-year-old virgin. It just it gets away from you. Yes, and then it becomes too late. Yeah. And you get scared, yeah. and you don't want to uh, deal with it. Uh, hang on a second. There was one. Um, yeah, let me, let me go to... Melissa. Hey there, Melissa. Hi. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed, <laughs> Melissa. You've never pumped your gas, right? I have never. I'm 46. Um, I moved to New Jersey when I was four. Okay. And then we moved um, to Wisconsin and Missouri. And even while there, I have never pumped my gas. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, how did you get away with that in other states? Well, because I, I was younger, so I either had my mom with me or my dad or my sister or my brother. So mm-hmm. if I knew the car needed to be filled, I made sure that I was with somebody. Would you get, would you get nervous as you started to watch the needle go down? No, no. Actually, okay. and, and I hope my husband is not listening <laughs> because I drive him crazy with this. I hate stopping to get gas. Um, even though I don't have to pump it, because now I'm back in New Jersey, but... Steve, um, they should have refueling vehicles like they do with aircraft. Right, to pull up and, and just the drive the yeah, 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 yeah. driving down the highway, fill it up yeah. for you. So now my car, it has that countdown, so it tells me how many miles I have to go um, before I'm empty. Right. And I have discovered that you can go about five more miles after it says. <laughs> so, so you really pushed it to the limit. Uh. I do. And my husband's like, don't ever call me if you run out of gas. But I know he will come. And <laughs> yes. But, um, That's funny. So, yeah. So I just, I just never did it. And I think it was kind of like what you said about the uh, 40-year-old virgin. Mm-hmm. Like, I never did it, so now I have a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. You need, I know you how need... stupid that sounds, but yeah. What you need is a very tender gas station attendant yeah. yes. to lead you through it for the first time. Yeah, yep. to make you feel comfortable yep. and maybe a shoulder massage mm-hmm. and then you'll be good yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. A little handy and stuff. Yeah. Thank you, and do that for me. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> All right, thanks. I, you know what? It's been so long since I've ever run out of gas. Huh. Uh, I think I remember there was one time I literally, Steve, I coasted into the gas station. On fumes. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, like, it was dead. Dead. Like, I mean, there were no fumes left. Wow. Wow. I had it neutral. I just, get, it was like, bip, 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 and it went out, and there was a gas station, and I literally coasted <laughs> into the pump. I'm like, this is freaking amazing. I that- couldn't believe it. You couldn't plan that out if you no, no. no. Yeah. It was miraculous. Yeah. You guys remember ever uh, putting just $5 worth of gas in your car? Oh, yeah. That's all you could afford. That's all you had. <laughs> during, years ago, when they had odd even license plates yeah. during the uh, the Carter administration. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crisis. I, but I I was a young driver, and I I waited in a line to put like $8 of gas oh, in the car. Casey, grabbing change out of the console. Oh, yeah. And like, like, okay, I can do $5.47. And having to, that, that, that's yeah. it. That's your option yeah. at that point. Uh, I forgot what hurricane it was, but when it hit Florida, my mom and sister were there, and gasoline was a real issue. Getting gasoline was very, very difficult. And there, there were big, long lines. Huge lines. An hour and a half and stuff like that. Do you remember? Uh, so it, it would happen occasionally where the guy, the gas station attendant, would lose 
track and say, give me $10. Yeah. And uh, they would run over the amount, you know, like and, and come back. Mm-hmm. Like, I asked for 10. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'd get a little extra free gas. I'm going to go to Lisa's been on hold for 20 minutes. Let me go to her. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Lisa, are you? Good morning. Yes. Hi there, Lisa. What's up? Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I am 39 years old, have lived in New Jersey all my life, and have never pumped my own gas. Okay. And uh, so the question, and we've been asking people, is when you leave the state, and I'm sure you have driven out of state, what do you end up doing? So I used to work in Philadelphia, and I would always stop at the Wawa right before the bridge and, and fill up, so I wouldn't have to do it in Pennsylvania. There you go. <laughs> and, and so gas... We had taken a trip to Florida, my husband and I, and rented a car, and I made him fill it up because I didn't know how to. And I had that anxiety about, oh, am I going to do it right? So, Lisa, you, you still have it now. Would you be willing, if someone were to teach you, take the time and teach you, would you be willing to learn it now? Is it a point of pride that you have never filled your own gas tank? It's actually a point of pride, and I kind of feel like that last caller where I want to be grandfathered in so I don't have to do it. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That method of transportation will be gone. I, I like Steve's idea. Get an electric car, yeah, yeah. and then you just have never pumped gas in your entire That's life. Right. Yeah, yeah I love I'm, it. I'm good. I, I'd be on board for that. All I right. love it. All right. Thank you, Lisa. By the way, man, there's there have been times where I've been in the city and been concerned because I've been low on gas. I'm like... And, of course, now you have a GPS and you can, you know, there, there are nav systems where you can find a gas station. Nearest like, gas station. Where, where are any gas stations? There's, I know where they are now. It sucks. We but I remember at a time where I'd be like, I don't know where to go to get gas around here. There was, uh, so the Cross Bronx Expressway for the longest time in New York was, the basic edict was that if you ran out of gas, set your own car on fire and <laughs> leave. Because it was just going to be vandalized. And I remember I was really low, and it was bumper to bumper. And, no, and you know, when you're sitting there, you're watching, you're actually watching it go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is a terrifying thing. All right, one more quick call, and I apologize to everybody who's been on hold for so long uh, that I didn't get to you. But Taylor is fairly new to the area. I'm going to go to her. Hey, Taylor, or is this a guy? Taylor? It's me. All right, hi, Taylor. How you doing? Hi. Good. I actually just moved here in July. Okay. And whenever I first pulled up to a New Jersey gas station, I got out, got ready, like, put my card in, everything, got ready to pump, and here comes people flying out, no, 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 <laughs> screaming at me. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, you didn't know. Where Where are you from, Taylor? Louisiana. Okay. From Louisiana. Okay, so you've been pumping your gas your entire life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Hell, your, your gas station sell booze down in Louisiana. <laughs> Yep, and so does so do our Walmart's and pharmacies. <laughs> yeah. Drive-throughs. <laughs> All right, so so they they come up and they say, "Oh wait, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing?" And then yeah. what what is that? Uh, you're like, what what's wrong here? Oh yeah, and they're like, "Well, you can't pump your own gas." And I'm like, "Yes, I can." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, they're, they're thinking they're just making an assessment of your abilities <laughs> when they're, what they're really saying right. is that it's against the law. <sighs> so how did that end up? Well, they told me it's against the law, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry. And they're like, well, just get back in your vehicle and just don't do it again. <laughs> All right. Oh, like, wow. Okay. Don't do something you can do. Don't do it again. All right, so yeah. you've been there. You've been in Jersey since uh, July. Are you now used to the process? Oh, I just go on base now because I get to pump my own gas. Ah. Are you military? My husband is. Okay. There you go. Right. Okay. Well, you Excellent. Go. All right. Thank you, Taylor. We appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Would right, that we'll be worth him. enlisting to pump your own <laughs> yeah, gas? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Why are you signing up, son? I want to pump my own gas, sir. There's <laughs> <laughs> good a reason as I've ever heard, son. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll see where this goes because it's been, uh, bills like this have been introduced before. 
but it seems like this one might have a little bit more uh, momentum to it. It's got bipartisan support. Uh, you have the the shift in in uh, in the job uh, world. And maybe they'll finally make it legal in New Jersey for How? you to pump your own gas. They're suggesting in some in some businesses and in some industries sw- switching to a four day work week just to compensate for the difficulty in finding employer employees. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, anyhow, thank you for the calls. We appreciate that. Be back in a second. Stay there. Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, uh, as uh, Preston is away from the show, it's really not the show, but we're doing some uh, original content, uh, so you can either not like the original content or the playback <laughs> bit, but uh, uh, there was something that was happening here as we were just uh, doing oh that gosh. best of segment, <laughs> and everyone in the room can commiserate with Casey, who's going through something now. And I feel like we all, well, I did. We I was like, all throwing out advice. say yeah. this, do this. Oh, my coach so, in the background. <laughs> so, so, and she, she's right. So, essentially, what's happening is you're dealing with a, with a shipping issue, and you're getting nailed with a um, a penalty that just even hearing it peripherally, Sounds I can't ridiculous. even imagine they're attempting to do this. Go to your happy place for oh a nanosecond and Thank explain you. because, well, and, and then also I think Kathy, you're giving very legitimate advice. So go I mean, ahead. We talked about the, we, like the, we've talked about this before on the air when it initially happened, right? The shipping uh, made. I don't. No, I no, no, no. What okay. was happening is that Casey was sweating out. Casey does goes far above and beyond with his his uh, bicycle team for the uh, Bend to the Shore yeah. event every year, and really does a, a, an incredible job getting everybody together, and really sweats every aspect of it. One of the things that you pride yourself on is providing your participants with a really killer uh, bike, a jersey, an outfit. <laughs> yep. And so, um, you so you went to a to a company, and you you. You know, pull on friends and 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 try to get you know deals and make sure that everyone has something they're going to be really uh, proud to wear. So in this case, you go to uh, you go out of the country, yeah, uh, and yeah, and all the jerseys yeah. every year are, right. are manufactured in, in another country, in another yeah. country. Yeah. So so uh, that's where the story picks up. Now, if you can lead us through here, real quick, let me just ask you a question. Yeah, uh, are, are my pits sweating? Super sweaty. <laughs> oh my god, yes. You need okay. you need some of that woman's uh, deodorant. So uh, and I don't normally sweat like yeah, this yeah, in yeah. my armpits, but like I was just on the phone with Federal Express, and this isn't a Federal Express issue. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean it is, but it's it's not necessarily their fault but i was just on the phone with them because i'm being penalized uh around a hundred dollars uh for a mistake that i don't feel was it, wasn't. it, it was my mistake it's not so here's the deal so every single year that i've had these jerseys created uh the factory was always uh in china yes okay this year we uh i used the, the same guy but he's with a different company and he uses a factory in Colombia. right okay I will say that these were, as far as quality is concerned, excellent. The, the best quality jerseys yeah. we have ever had created. Now, the problem was when uh, they were shipping uh, the jerseys over to the United States, 
they need to, on the ad label, have, um, have it labeled in such a way that I was unaware of. So what you need to do is you need to, on the label, have all of the um, materials, ma- used. materials used, right? So if it's cotton blend or blah, 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 like all that needs to be. Why would you know that? that this has nothing to do with Why would I know that? You? I'm just a stupid customer. Like, well, you know, right, so, this goes to the core issue. Mm-hmm. So it, it would be they as the, uh, they, they, you hired them to make the jerseys. You mm-hmm. asked them to complete the jerseys and then send them to you. The onus is on this company right. to follow the rules of the uh, delivery service, the courier service. Yeah. And do the labeling the way they, that, it's all them. Yeah. It would be you, they're coming to you for the penalty yeah. as a recipient when you had no sway over how this stuff got shipped out, correct? Correct. Now, first of all, they tried to penalize me back in August with $750, okay, because this was this was all, like, detained in Miami by the Department of Homeland Security because it didn't have the, the materials what, used okay. and the sizes, right? It also has to indicate whether it's women's, men's, uh, child children's sizes or whatever, and, you know... I was unaware of Why all this. Why would stuff. you ever be aware of that? You wouldn't. So, uh, so I initially get the seven hundred and fifty dollar bill. I'm like, uh, no, no. <laughs> well, first of all, the the shipping was already included in the price of the jerseys. Right? Okay. So let's say the jerseys cost a thousand dollars, and then it was a hundred dollars to ship. Oh, that's already built into my price. Okay. So now, on top of that, I'm given a, a seven hundred and fifty dollar fine of some sort. So this fine occurs. Now, is this fine? Just a quick question. Is this fine? Is it, it? Does it have to do with the the country itself? Is this something that would be that you would only incur if you're doing business in Colombia, or is this any globally? anywhere? Like, okay. so if this came over from Jamaica, if it right. came over from same England, thing. same thing. Why? So to it's me, not, that's it's outlandish. It's not right. your it's, responsibility. It's outlandish. It, so so that said, so that Kathy said, they started yeah. giving advice. So what what in this case, and I'm sure. And, and I know you in your own life have probably encountered uh, s- similar situations where you're dealing with this or dealing any sort of customer service. What is your advice to Casey right now? Because we're literally in the moment. So I just recently had to fight for $12, $12. Okay. No Good for freaking you. big deal. But it was it was the point. You, I would, fight, I would fight this till the end. That has nothing to do with you. The responsibility of a business who is shipping merchandise to the United States has nothing to do with you. This Just, guy is like, no, you're the importer. You need to know these. I was like, how am I supposed to know you're these not, things? Even if you knew that, even if you had all of that information and you knew that was the case, that is not your, your responsibility to re, to give that information to the business who is shipping over the a, merchandise. A, a quick question. Okay, so so um, uh, is there anything during the process that indicated that, A, you were being considered an importer, which I guess vaguely you are? No, because I, even to that guy, I said, I, I never I never talked to anybody in Colombia. I talked to a guy, and Bruce is a great dude, but yeah. I talked to a guy from North Carolina. He's the one who talked to Colombia. Right. So, there's so how come they're out of the chain? Well, so Bruce did that seven hundred and fifty dollar yeah. bill. Bruce yeah. did, ended up taking care. He's like, no, 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 that's on me. So you know, here I am thinking that everything's fine, and then all of a sudden, Tony, who's our you know the receptionist, and I think Columbia's got ninety bucks. Well, well, wait. So so did Bruce say he's not taking care of this? Did you reach out to him? Uh, this is all new. Bruce took care of the seven hundred and fifty. So this is, uh, and I'll call Bruce event. But yeah. I, I also like there was a notice that like, oh, we're gonna get like lawyers involved. I was like. Over $90? Well, well it's, it, it becomes a collection thing. <laughs> yeah. And so that, that's, the, that's the issue. And, it, and you get it. I, f- I freak the hell out. There's a company. I won't say their name. Garmin. And, 
They, um, they, I love their products. I've used their products. And then they, they screwed up. Listen, I, as I'm in the moment, I'm jotting down the conversation. I'm jotting down notes. Long story short, they, um, they ended up charging me well past a service. It was a service for a, uh, a locator, basically a way to, to text my wife when she was on vacation in an area where cell service was sketchy. Yeah. And so, it, and it worked wonderfully and the service was great, but they they, they screwed up and, and I, I, this is on them cause I, I'm always assume I'm going to be dramatically stupid. Yeah. So I'm there like a court stenographer taking down all the information. I had it in front of me. And so, um, we were eventually able to, to rectify it. And I, I took care of it. So I, I brought the unit out to the garage and beat it with a hammer. And I, and it's actually, <laughs> Just That's to make a great way to rectify the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's that case where I had to do what Kathy's recommending, like, who's above you? Yeah. Who's above you? And then also making them clear all, all the while. Again, also remembering that the person you're dealing with is not, they're just, they're just an intermediary for the most part. So talk to the person who's, who's really going to be affected if there is a bad service Right. Well, Before- if they, and if they're refusing to, if they're refusing to help you, mm-hmm. you're done with them. Like I, I heard the conversation; you were talking in circles with that we guy. Were. So at that point, that you're done with that with him. You, yeah. you, you can't continue to talk to him. So you have to say, "I need to speak to your supervisor or a supervisor." They're going to he- hesitate. They're not going to want to transfer you. They're not going to want to send you to the supervisor. Yeah. And you just you have to insist on it. And eventually, they will. Yeah. And you continue to do that honestly until you get what you want. Well, I asked to talk to a supervisor. He's like, "Yeah, I can. I can uh, transfer." You to customer service, so I'm thinking, oh, no, that's the no. supervisor. And no, you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Have you, uh, have you contacted want... the credit card company? Uh, but it wasn't. I, I mean, I didn't pay I, with a credit card. Oh, how did you pay? I mean, it's uh, probably through the account through the station, a no, FedEx account or UPS account. I, no, I paid. It was counterfeit. I, I paid Bruce. I paid Bruce's company. Okay, I, like so. So you have new, no recourse. As like... a matter of fact, I think I paid Bruce via PayPal. Uh, as a matter of fact, because I, you know, I collect the money. Uh, and then it's in my checking account, and then I send this the is, payment to. Yeah, no. Dude, I mean, so I, what, what, let me let me. Yeah. So let me ask you, Kathy. You deal with this all the time. In a case like this, how? Because it becomes literally, you start to get palpitations. I know. What What is the most efficient way to <laughs> cut to the chase in this issue? Can you? Because he's about to drown in his own sweat. I, yeah. He is about to drown. Yeah. Um, what I have done when I want when I mean this to me is a clear situation of. That you you should not be responsible for this. So what I would do is you need to continue to ask for the supervisor. And when right. you get a supervisor on the line, get their name and their phone number so that you can call them back if necessary. And if it and again, if you start talking in circles, ask for that because there's a there's a lot of levels that you can get to right. where you find. And eventually, I think eventually you're going to get to somebody who's going to waive this. Yeah, I, you know, and obviously I'm not talking to the president of the company, right? There's somebody above this guy, but you know, you heard us talking in circles, and you know, at one point, you know, he was like, you're. The the importer, you're responsible, and you need to know all the rules. I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, and then he drew, draws the analogy, you know, well, if the speed limit's 55 and you're going 65, you need to pay the, you know, the, the ticket or whatever. That's not, and that, that's and then I go, analogy. no, 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 no. I go, if I were a passenger of a car and the driver yeah. was going 65 and a 55, that would, this is the equivalent of me paying his ticket. His ticket. Right? No, that makes Marissa's sense. Yeah. Got, yes. Before you go any further with this company, Casey, I think you have to reach out to Bruce. Because technically, yeah. Bruce is the importer. Once they threw importer at you, mm-hmm. then he's the guy who had the communication. Bruce might be able to just take care of this. And I, you guys heard me. Like, 
I kept my cool, right? Her I wasn't little, yeah. You, yeah. You, you, were, you were starting to go into the area. and I, uh, But, I mean, listen, you still sounded fine. It's the way we deal with this. Listen, we're <laughs> we're we're just you naturally get frustrated and and you get flustered because it, it it seems to make no sense that the recipient. By the way, I think Marissa is absolutely right. The importer. Okay, so if Bruce is the importer, he seems to be a good guy. He's a guy you deal with. He's the one who needs to be handling this. You. So you mean to tell me if I purchase something from anywhere in the world and and they're shipping it. Via this delivery service, yeah, I have to be familiar with what they're putting on the package before they send it. Yeah, well, not only well, that. And by the way, where, where when do you get the call? We got all the labels on for you, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there any other labels you'd want on this before we send it out? Yeah. And the other thing is, they threw out Tony's name, right? Tony Perone, who you know, yeah. reception. And uh, she was never part of this. They're process. grasping for straws. I'm like, why is Tony even a part of this conversation? Did she sign for it though? Because mm. if she signed for it, then she's in the loop. Yeah. And what? She's supposed to look at the labels? No, you know that's what? ridiculous. Honestly, nope. No way. Pin it on Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I Case, mean, we'll cover it, but uh, you know, Case, you uh, made a joke and said I'm not talking to the president of the company. So a, a few times, I have found the president or CEO of a company and emailed them <gasps> twice what? from two separate companies. Did I got you get res- reactions? I, oh, I got responses, oh, yeah. and the 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 issue was resolved immediately. Good. <laughs> have any of you guys ever used social media to call out a company? So I have not, but I have known people like I have. I, I, I'm 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 very leery of. You of people who use that as as a, as a real scummy way of getting no, stuff. No. Well, but, so for me, it was a last resort. Good, and it was it was. Uh, hours. But you know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. told it's not it's not. Hey, this company blah 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 right, right. sucks, uh, and and I'm trying to shame them. To me, it's I am not getting anywhere with yes. any 800 number, and uh, emails are, are are aren't bearing any fruit. How did and, it work? And eventually, the problem was solved because most of these companies nowadays have a social media team that is engaging with people who are complaining about it, right. and also Steve. Uh, I will. I'll throw some love out on social media yes. too. If the company did a great yes. job with customer service, I'm more than happy to extol their virtues. But like sometimes, it, to me, it's a last resort, and it seems to me anyway to be one that people are paying attention to. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> Case, you think you got a bad? Go to line <laughs> yeah. one. Oh my god. Yeah, we got uh, Dan. Dan, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, what happened? <laughs> so I ordered an ice cream machine from China. Which, by the way, is where ice cream was invented. <laughs> exactly. So I ordered it, and they're free shipping, and they were going to deliver it to Philadelphia. So I got the machine. The, the uh, It was delivered to Philadelphia, and I got a call from Customs saying I had to pay another 700 bucks. What? I'm like. Uh, that's more than mach- than the machine. <laughs> Seven hundred so, bucks to to get the machine out of Hawk uh, in Philadelphia. So you so, would you would assume that when it's being sent, you've you've paid for it. It's sent. That's all handled by the sender, correct? Yes. And so it didn't happen. What ended so, happening to you? What's great is I paid for it in PayPal. Also, okay. But this- since I never received the goods. I put a claim in for through PayPal and got all my money back. Okay, okay. That, that that's that's a level of protection. I've actually used that once myself, uh, Dan, and it does work really well. In this case, though, he got delivery of the items. Uh, they were they were so everything everything's been transacted yeah. except for this ninety dollar BS charge. By your reckoning, Dan, does this seem fair that Casey should know 
or should have in some way had sway over how the package was put together on the sender's end? No, not a, exactly not. It, there's no way because he he just a dope like me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. You two yeah. dopes just we're, trying to get we're in. Both a bunch of idiots, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not my job to know your job. You know, Dan, can I recommend that you and Casey have an ice cream party <laughs> now that you have the machine? <laughs> uh, well, that's that's. So, how did it finally end up? Did you end up paying the nine hundred or what happened or seven hundred? No, I got all my money back, and um, that and, and PayPal took care of it. And you're good to go. The machine was in Philadelphia. Okay, so and PayPal took care of the of the sum. All right, oh, man. all right. Good. Glad to hear that. Dan. I hope he found an ice cream machine somewhere else. Because then <laughs> apparently he got his ice cream machine, but PayPal did protect him from um, from that. That little extra level does help. But here, in this case, this is not that. This is that's I why just, Kathy is so robotically. I agree about when you can get free shipping, but. Dan had said he got free shipping. I it was customs. I don't like the guys. The guy. I thought the guy had a tone. Like, Did he? Dude, like, yeah. Like you're supposed to know these things. And I'm like, dude, this is a charity thing. This is a charity bike ride. Like, yeah. I order these. Jer- you like, don't. You, uh, don't need, you don't need to see. And my, my the thing that I always avoid is telling a story. Yeah. You, you when you start to do that, they're yeah. sensing that you're you're making excuses. Yeah. This is this is this is not this is not appropriate. This is not suitable. Who do I, who's above mm-hmm. you? Let's go. Yeah. Because th- when you start hemming and hawing and saying, and, and you even engaged on his analogy, then it's like, well, uh, they see wiggle room. This is the way I think. Am I right with that, Kathy? Yeah. Just be very clinical. Yeah. Yeah. All I can say is so you're, ta- you're talking to a guy in a warehouse and he thinks that no, he's he was, talking. No, he, uh, this guy was, a, this dude, uh, he was in the financial Okay. He's driving a Lamborghini. Okay. I think, I, no, I think he wears a tie to work. He wears a tie to work. <laughs> well, that's a tie man. You got somebody whose job it is, is to get the money out of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you need to, go, you, you've got to go above him. Why don't you take your pocket square out and shove it up your ass? But he also thinks that he's talking to somebody who does this for a living. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily know that you're, you're a, a customer. <laughs> I yeah, told you're him a that. dope guy who's just yeah. whatever, whatever. It's his job. It's just like Kathy said. It is his job no, to get the right. money from you. Yeah. So he probably thinks this is that you're you're, you're got some business going. The one who does is your is the the contact in Virginia. Did you say it was North Carolina? North Carolina. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, it, and so now I, I I have to call back and uh and and do this whole dance all over again. Vince online too is coming from the point of someone sending uh okay. uh, 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 uh stuff. Uh, Vince, uh, what what is your story? Oh, hi, yes. Uh, Just recently, I'm trying to ship my bike overseas. Now, mind, I'm a dual dual citizen, right? Okay. So I use use a subcontract company to ship her over, and they charge me, what's it, like $562 to send a bike, right? So I had to put all kinds of specs in, uh, weight, dimensions, so in a way to to give me a quote. So they give me the quote, I pay for the quote, and the bike was supposed to arrive last week in, uh, on Wednesday. So I got an email saying that uh, well, the bike made, a custom, made it to Italy, and it is a custom right now, and I have to pay $500. So I said, why do I have to pay $500 to ship my bike and my own house in Italy? So come to find out, it says, well, you have to pay custom. Why do I have to pay custom? <laughs> Why do I have to pay $500? Why you have no proof that you are a, a citizen of Italy? I said, well, so I had to send my American passport, my Italian passport, my social security number from Italy stated that I'm Italian citizen. Right. I had to send a reading letter by stating that the reason why I'm shipping a bike over there right. and why I don't have to pay the fees. 
I, you know, ultimately, I say, well, it's my, my bike. Why do I have to pay them to get a bike? While the guy over the phone says to me, oh, because you can sell the bike. Well, I can sell the bike. It doesn't matter when. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, doesn't make sense. So, and I was trying to explain to the guy over the phone. He says, listen, I paid $600 to ship. Now you want me to pay another $600 almost to receive my own bike in Italy. I mean, I could have bought another one while I was over there. Yeah, it was, you, you, absolutely, you absolutely could have. So, so uh, on, on this level, uh, did you have to end up paying it or were you able to get past that? I'm still working with still it. Still working with it. Wow. I just send all my information over there. Like I said, I both of my passports. Let, let me ask you, Vince. So there's, you take the bigger picture, and obviously with this stuff and stuff being sent to the mail and, and courier services and, 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 and uh, customs and so on and so forth, a good portion of that is in place to stop people from smuggling things and stuff like that. Right. So th- there, there has to be a mechanism to make sure that doesn't happen. But this seems a little excessive, especially when it's your own provable property. My point exactly. Yeah. To Casey's point, how am I supposed to know what do you need as a company? I'm reaching out to the company. I'm shipping these items, which are clearly I have to tell them what kind of bike is that? What's included? Is a man bike? Is a female bike? Do you have any cycling jersey in that? Do you have any shoes? No, it's just a bike with the wheels. <laughs> what do you need the bike for? I love this guy. <laughs> There's something, something that seems much more candid with yeah. an Italian accent, <laughs> but, but makes more sense. No, man, I'm, I'm sorry you're going through that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so th- thanks for calling, bitch. Uh, Nick? So, uh, Casey, um, obviously, because I was hearing you're, you're getting frustrated, you're getting angry, and it's it's hard to contain emotion within this whole situation, right? Uh, can you hand the phone to Kathy and have her make the next phone I call? have had her do I that before do because that. my name is a girl's name. Yeah. yeah. And so she could essentially be Casey. And she and- can just be straightforward, but but talk to the president or whoever you need to talk to. Yeah. And- I think that was the- My name is Casey. <laughs> I think that was the sunglass situation. Yes. Mm. As a matter of fact, it was. Then this, I bet you could do this. Yeah. Yeah, How about on air? Let's do it on air. Well, the the problem, you can't because it's so time consuming because it's going to take you a while to to get through to this person to then, because you're going to, initially you have to have the conversation with them. You can't immediately say, I need to speak to a supervisor. I mean, you could try, you know what I mean? But but you're going to have to explain your story all over again before they transfer you. So do you, when you're doing this stuff, Kathy, do you do as I do? Do you sit there with the laptop open and and chronicle everything that that is happening? I write it all down as it's going. Do you do that? Oh, and uh, well, so yeah, I mean, it depends on the company, but like, and I get names and I'll get phone numbers to to try to call back and and all that kind of stuff. But if you're working with like a bigger company, like, you know, remember not that long ago, I totaled up the amount of time that I spent on the phone and it was eight hours with AT&T oh. and uh, and I eventually after eight hours now that that was over a course of I would say probably two weeks it right. was in the time and I used to sit at the pool on hold with them until I would get a supervisor and they eventually credited me back it was like 200 bucks they so cre- they made good they they sent it so. back to me because it was something that I did it was some random uh, iWatch or yeah. Apple watch that was on my account that wasn't didn't belong to anybody right so they did eventually but it took eight hours of oh sitting on the God. phone and asking for uh, asking for supervisors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when I hear that, I'm like, I'm just going to pay the $90. Uh, oh, but it's yeah. the point, man. I was, especially that's that- what I said to them. You heard me go, I go, it's, I go, listen, 90 bucks isn't going to kill me. I go, it's the principle. There is principle involved yeah. and there's absolutely principle. And, and people say, listen, I've, I've, 
sometimes things stick in your craw and you will not. I've yielded before said, just listen, for the amount of man hours that I'll be involved in rectifying this, I'll just take care of it. But there are some times where you plant that flag and go, no. No. Uh, to uh, uh, Nick's point about using social media, I believe Rich has a story that pertains to that online three case. Yep. Hey, Rich, are you there? What's up, guys? Yeah, how are you, Rich? Did you use uh, you use social media? Or it says here you you um, issued a bad review and had action because of it. Yeah, yeah. I bought a 2016. I bought a commercial elliptical from a company in California um, for my house to work out. And uh, so when I placed the order, I paid via credit card, and they said that the order would ship within one to three business days. And it was like a, a week or whatever. They sent me an email. I emailed them back, and they said something about it. I had to go back in for servicing, whatever. So this lasted for six and a half weeks. I was back and forth in emails, phone calls, you name it. And I bought the I bought the elliptical from the director of sales for this company. Okay, good. And um, it wasn't until like I was at my wit's end because I thought my three thousand dollars is gone. And uh, so, anyways, I. Uh, I, I said, you know what, I'm going on. I, I didn't even tell them. I just went on Google reviews, and I listed the company. I listed the people I dealt with mm. uh, via phone and email, and I ripped them. I basically ripped them yeah. on Google reviews. I get a call that night uh-huh. from California from the, the guy that said he was the CFO of the company, and he was basically threatening me on the phone. He's swearing at me and stuff. Wow. Like, yeah, he's telling me to take that review down. And I'm like, I'm not taking it down. <laughs> he got my money, you know what? So he says, you take that review down, we'll have your money reimbursed to you. So I did. I took it down that night, like at 9 at night. That next morning, I got a call from this woman in their business office. She wanted to know the name of my bank, blah, 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 and everything. And that afternoon, I had my $3,000 back in my account. So that's that. I mean, and, and again, like I, I think, yeah, you got results because of that. What happens, and I think it's it's the um, the fine line here is that people will use that same tactic. Listen, you had an honest gripe, and and I, and I've actually had response response where I, I've I've done things and gotten a company to respond, and then I I laud them for their quick you know response. But there's there's a lot of shady people, even competing businesses that will post negative reviews right. it's a whole, there's a whole industry of handling that so but in your case rich you were at the end of your rope and and you got good results with it yeah absolutely so, all right and, yeah you know i mean yeah and ahead, just Marissa. be careful because uh, if you guys remember when I got scammed for those terrible shirts that i got a couple years ago yeah. remember i got some like concert tees oh, yeah. and they were like Real like the Rolling Stones, yeah, 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 exactly. Made of tissue paper. Uh, so what? Uh, two. I had put in a uh, a ticket with PayPal to try to get the money back, and the company reached out to me and said, "Close your ticket, and we will refund you." All right. And when I closed my ticket, it closed it indefinitely, and they never refunded me. Uh, so they knew that they would get it that why way. Why did you call yeah. Kathy? <laughs> Case, you know what else I did once? Um, so I kept getting the same uh, response from a customer service rep saying, okay, yep, no problem. It'll be credited in two to four hours. And I ended up having to call like four times because it never credited. So the last guy said, okay, you understand, I've told you a number of times, this is the fourth time I'm calling. We're going to wait on the phone line for two to four hours until I see it show up. And he just got dead silent. It popped up in like 10 minutes. Yeah, I told wow. him, I said, I'm not hanging up. I said, this is the fourth time I'm calling. 
calling. I've spent hours on the phone with you. We're going to wait till that pops up in my account. Oh, my God. You <laughs> are, yeah, you are making a phone call for me. It's like in Suicide Squad when <laughs> yeah. a dead shot, right? You know, he extorts it for more money and says, yep. now I need an extra meal. So, Jeremy on line one, um, shipments to the Dominican Republic. Let's hear uh, Jeremy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Yeah, you, good, good. Explain your story because you're kind of dealing in the same general area that uh, that Casey is with his shipment issue. Yeah, absolutely. So my wife was pregnant. We were going on a vacation. It was, I want to say, about uh, January. We went to the Dominican Republic, and um, she gets uh, really nauseous the entire pregnancy, so she takes the Zofran. And uh, so we were on the plane, and we realized we didn't pack the Zofran, the one thing we didn't pack. So uh, when we get there, we had called, we actually called my sister-in-law, her sister from the plane, had her come to our house, FedEx Express overnight, the most expensive expedited shipping to get it to uh, the hotel we were staying, the resort. And when we get there, we're tracking it, we're watching it, and it gets there uh, to the country, but it never shows up at our hotel. It's critical. My wife's nauseous all day, throwing up all day. We're, you're you're um, we, coming in and out, uh, Jeremy. What'd you say was that last sentence? Yeah, so she's throwing up all the time. Oh. So we're we're just tracking the shipment. We're tracking it. It's in country, and uh, it just never shows up at the hotel. We're tracking with the hotel staff, and uh, it just didn't show up. So we finally speak to someone, a manager at the hotel, and they said, yeah, you've got to pay customs to get it. And they told us, and, and again, I'm not saying it's the same for everyone in all these different countries, all these callers, but they told us, and it's essentially just a bribe. You just got to pay customs because they're waiting to get some sort of. So, so let, let me ask you, Jeremy. You would think. So, here's what I would say: at the point that you're purchasing, th- that you're you're going to hire this courier service, a uh, delivery service, to send it down there. Don't you think the onus would be on said service to say, by the way, we can send it this far. It will end up in customs, and you will have to pay a fee in on top of that, right? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't you think that'd be part? of the information you should receive at that end of the transaction? Yeah, and I don't know when the courier service finishes. Like, I don't know if DHL or FedEx or whomever we use that gives it to customs and they say, yes, got it. Right. And then maybe they have a partner or an in-country mail system that they, they're they now done. They, they wipe their hands and they say, it's been delivered as far as they're concerned. Right, but you, 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 there, there was an indication there might be a little bit of a bribe situation going on, and, and you think yes. there might be some believability to that? Yeah, I mean, the locals had told us this. We had been checking every day, and, of course, it impacted our whole trip, and we had been tracking it, and it said it was in country for days, and finally we just talked to the manager at the hotel. And, again, I don't know if it's true, but the manager... Go the see my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go see my brother at Customs. Well, it, yeah. it eventually worked out, though? Well, uh, that's a kind of separate story. We actually got a doctor required us to pay him in cash. Oh, and he didn't see my wife at all. He just wrote her a script in country. We had to go to, like, this pharmacy. We had to leave an envelope of cash on his desk. <laughs> dude, oh, dude that's like, that's right out of Miami Vice. Yeah. My guess is you're never going to forget those drugs or the <laughs> prescription ever again. So I'm, uh, thanks yeah, for calling, exactly. man. I had a, had a job. One of the best jobs I ever had was at the uh, landscaping company, and uh, the owner was my boss. His name was uh, Joe, and he told me a, a life lesson, which was um, if you do a terrible job and provide awful customer service, the customers are likely going to tell nine or ten people. If you do a great job, they're going to tell one or two. And, and so... 
Casey, you're, you're probably never going to use this jersey company again because of the or, or the, the situation that got set up, right? Well, no, I, I actually will because I'm telling you, they were the best quality jerseys. But now that I know right. that they need to have all of their ducks in a row on, on the Columbia side, yeah. I'm going to make sure that, that all that stuff so we don't have to have the same conversation. Here's your sentence, though. When you place the order, talk to my shipping manager, Kathy Romano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though, because, you know, I was tracking the shipment the whole time, right? And I think you guys remember this back in July when this was being held up in Miami. I do. From Columbia. It was, I was a like, nightmare. Dude. Well, I was like... Is there cocaine in this box? <laughs> like, that's what I was worried about. Yeah. That, like, the cartel was like, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's put some... In your shirt. <laughs> yeah. But it's been one thing after another from the get-go. Oh, my God. Well, on the flip side, I want to tell you guys about a great experience I had, which is surprising because this company doesn't always have great experiences tagged to it. Um, I lost my SEPTA key card recently, and I j- was going to, like, pay it forward. It only had, like, two fares left on it, and I thought it was fine. Then I get an alert that somebody tried to change the key from my name to their name. Uh, and I was like, oh, dude, if you had just used it and thrown it out, I wouldn't care. <laughs> so I call SEPTA, and I am, like, fired up, and I am ready to fight. I had the nicest woman in the world. That yeah. makes such she a difference. She was so sweet. She stayed on the phone with me. She walked me through every step. And it, it helps. Easy. It helps on your end nice. to remember that oh, yeah. that, yes. that person is not is not the embodiment of the company that you're going <laughs> to. But you, and it worked out well. And just as Nick said, I didn't tell anybody. I had a great experience with SEPTA customer service. But now Until I'm telling now. you guys right now, <laughs> yeah. SEPTA customer service. You guys were. Well, I, and again, I, I mentioned this on the show. There's a company, Lumi, that does these uh, these uh, keyboards that help teach piano. And I had ordered it as a Christmas present from for my wife. I contacted the number. They made the contact number very easy to get to as my customer service. It was delayed. It was not arriving. And I'm like, what's going on? And, and then they kept bumping it. Person got on immediately, said, we'll take care of it the next day. And then I wasn't throwing a tantrum. I was saying, what is the status? They went above and beyond. I've recommended that damn keyboard <laughs> to, to multiple people. To your point, Nick. You know, it goes both ways. When yeah. you do get the exemplary service, make yeah. sure you laud it and, and uh, help those companies. Yeah. You know who else gives uh, great customer services? Uh, Turkey Hill Ice Cream. Uh, <laughs> when they drop yeah, by free stuff, yeah. their bring free ice cream to work program know, is amazing. Right? I mean, the Grand Slam alone. What a what a And their whole, their, especially the way they work with the media and their outreach. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. <laughs> we just violated nine. Oh, that's right. okay. oh, no, no, it's okay. All right. Anyway, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention, thanks for all the calls, by the way. We have Belinda Carlisle coming oh, up. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We'll be reunited that? with her, her former singing partner, Kathy <laughs> Ronald. Yeah. I wonder if she's uh, singing to a hairbrush ever. <laughs> I know she probably Oh, yeah. Is. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, speaking of Graham Slam ice cream, uh, secret text word today, tickets to see the Phillies play hey. the Marlins on, uh, that's going to be on April 10th. All right. Absolutely. So we'll take a break and come back after this. everyone, it's Kathy Romano. Spring is here. Now let's get that ponytail ready for the chopping block for Kathy's Cuts. We're supporting Wigs for Kids and helping children look themselves and live their lives. Donate your hair to Wigs for Kids on Monday, May 1st. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. Make sure you meet the new minimum requirement of 14 inches of hair. Then make an appointment to join us on May 1st. You'll receive a new short hairstyle by the amazing stylist at Vitty Hair Salon in Ambler and Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Donors will also get refreshments from Duncan, a Kathy's Cuts t-shirt, and a gift bag from True Beauty Concepts. Don't wait. Go to PrestonandSteve.com to sign up. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Now, WMMR presents.
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. And the Bizarre Files brought to you today by Sequoia Outback, making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley for over 25 years. You can stop in for their annual Spring into Sequoia sale. It's going on right now, Route 309 in Hatfield, or online at decksupplies.com. All right, we're going to dive right into these stories and some pretty intense ones uh, to begin with. We're going to go with uh, this out of Lancaster City. This is a messed up story. I have a few messed up stories. But a man showed a police officer his father's severed head before being arrested and charged with homicide this past Wednesday. So they, they, they charged him after he presented the head? Correct. Okay. They hadn't. They didn't know before that. They didn't that. know. Donald the Meshi Sr. died of multiple stab Jeez. wounds to his body. His son, Donald Jr., is charged with homicide in his father's death. The two had lived together. Court documents provided new details on the gruesome case, including allegations that Meshi dismembered his father's body after finding a, quote, cadaver doll in the bedroom that resembled him. That's what he said. God. So, uh, police first arrived at the house after a woman called 911 reporting that Meshi had showed her a human head in the freezer. My son's a lunatic. And had said that there was a cadaver in his bed the previous night, but it was no longer there. Oh, boy. When police arrived, Meshi walked the officer inside, pulled a human head from the freezer, and showed it to him. <coughs> you want he, one? He told police that he had uh, found a, quote, cadaver doll sometime early Tuesday morning in the bedroom, and that he stabbed it for two or three minutes. This guy's obviously insane. God! Um, Meshi said he dismembered his father's body, put the body parts in large construction-sized garbage bags, and then put them in the basement of the house. Uh, He moved the head into the freezer uh, before police arrived. Uh, Meshi also told police that he moved the torso into a 2007 Lincoln Town car that was outside of the house. And then it was off to dinner on Blanc. Uh, He shoved... (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, uh, in in February, he had shoved a woman into some boxes, causing minor injuries to her. He was charged with harassment in that particular case. So he took a bit of a giant leap between shoving a woman into boxes and dismembering his father. Like they say, if you're going to be a lunatic, be the best lunatic you can be. On May 5th, uh, a judge gave him the option of enrolling in anger management counseling after the shoving incident and uh, completing six classes. He did not and insisted on paying $50 fine, $163 in court costs. He is currently charged with criminal homicide. How messed up is that? <coughs> All right, here's another twisted story. A North Carolina car crash victim who was missing for nine hours was later found at a towing yard still inside the same car. Oh, boy. Here's what happened. So just before 7 a.m., Teresa Williams was riding as a passenger in her own Jeep Grand Cherokee when her son, uh, Banner Williams, lost control of the vehicle and crashed into an embankment. Now, in a a bizarre turn of events, neither the emergency crews, towing company, or police who even searched the glove box for registration papers (laughs) noticed a 54-year-old sitting in the front seat. How do you miss that? There is an explanation for this, believe it or not. Okay, so her dead body... Was he wearing Corinthian leather? It was a she, but her dead body was not discovered until 3.15 that day after continued insistence by distraught relatives to search the car. That's impossible. (laughs) Her family now feared that she may have survived the initial crash and died while she sat undiscovered en route to or at the towing yard. According to police, when they arrived at the scene, Cole was outside of the wrecked vehicle. That's the, the son, Banner Cole Williams. Uh, he admitted using heroin an hour before the crash, but investigators said that he never once mentioned his mother had been in the car beside him. Apparently, he did 
not say that his mother was with him, according to Teresa's mother, uh, Nellie Nelson. Nellie Nelson. Yeah, I know. Uh, she said even, he's pretend. even when he went into the hospital after the wreck with a busted lip, he never mentioned nothing about his mother, according to Nellie Nelson. <laughs> she discovered that her daughter was missing when Teresa's boyfriend, Joel Woods, called her that day to report that the lab research supervisor had not shown up for work, which is very unlike her. Shortly afterwards, Teresa's sister, Sheila, called their mother to report Cole had crashed the car. And she said, that's when I started calling 911 and telling him to find my daughter. I said, go back and search the scene and find my daughter. Go find my daughter. Leaving her job, she rushed to the scene of the accident to help in the search. It was there an EMS worker informed her her daughter's body had finally been found at McGee's Towing Company. Now, according to the medical examiner's report, during a subsequent search of the car, a paramedic named Connie King opened the passenger door and found a dead body in the front seat covered in a lot of loose clothing behind a child's car seat. So there was stuff laying on top of her. And they didn't know that there was a body underneath there. I mean, th- think about it. You probably had to move some of that stuff to work your way into the glove compartment. I would think so. When asked if the could corpse, you move your leg, please. <laughs> when asked if the corpse could be seen from the driver's side, she reported replied, "I'm not sure. I walked up on the passenger side, but considering all the clothing on top of her in the car seat, probably not." Oh my God! Police have been tight-lipped about the blunder, citing an ongoing investigation. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> All right, here's another tragic story. I'm sorry, but these are leading the bizarre. Well, these are amazing so far. You have two amazing stories. This is this is tragic, but right. it's uh, but it's got a, a weird twist to it. Three Ohio brothers, all in their 30s, yeah. died after getting stuck in a manure pit on their farm. This is horrible. Gary Woobecker, uh, Brad Woobecker, and Todd Woobecker uh, died Tuesday after being unable to escape from the manure pit and passing out from the fumes. We're talking the Woobecker boys. They were uh, fixing a manure pump when they found themselves unable to get out of the pit. And they, they were, what, overcome by the fumes, I think? It was? Yes, what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, were, uh, they, they passed out from the fumes. A number of local farmers expressed condolences for the Woodbecker family on social media after news of the tragedy. Manure pits are common on large livestock farms and are used to store waste before it's used as fertilizer on fields. But the pits can produce dangerous gases including hydrogen sulfide, methane, carbon monoxide, and ammonia. You'd think there'd be a way to sort of monitor that before you go into to do that kind of work. And some of those gases can lead to headaches, dizziness, breathing trouble, uh, breathing trouble, and also death. And that's what happened here. It was really messed up. Three sons. All right, do another story. We need a lighter one to end with. Uh, okay, yeah, let's definitely go with this one. Uh, a sheriff's office in South Carolina arrested and charged a man after deputies found a stolen horse... Inside a bedroom on Monday. I'll just put it in here. <laughs> Gary Chase Cobble Jr. was charged with larceny of livestock. According to the sheriff's office. Why don't you office, go to sleep? A woman saw uh, Cobble riding a horse down the road in the afternoon and then took it inside a house. One Wait a de- second. That's his bedroom horse. One de- deputy's arrived on scene. They made contact with uh, Cobble's father, who stated Cobble was not supposed to be there. <laughs> Once the father arrived, Coble opened up the front door and Debbie saw horse feces in the living room. The father demanded uh, Coble come out of the bedroom, and his deputies tried to take him into custody. He went back into the bedroom, and according to the sheriff's office, that is when deputies saw a full-size quarter horse standing in the middle of the bedroom. Uh, deputies said the horse appeared to be calm as they followed Coble into the bathroom and placed him into custody. The horse's owner arrived on scene and noticed a small red laceration on the front left leg of the horse. 
that they stated was not on the horse the last time they saw it. Uh, it hit the nightstand. Uh, Coble is facing charges of burglary, petty larceny, and malicious injury to animals or person or property in unrelated cases. Could you imagine so. that you open up a bedroom door and there's a full horse? That would scare the hell out of you, of right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break and be back in a moment. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We are rolling whenever you're ready, Sam. Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four. We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play... Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit valottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right, the Preston and Steve Show. It is 10-10. Uh, Preston is not in today, and for the rest of the week, he's taking care of some stuff. We're holding on the fort. Very excited. We have a guest coming up. Uh, we've taken care of traffic and everything else. Yep. Are we ready to go to our guests? Let me see. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we love her dearly. Uh, she's actually a part of uh, MMR uh, history as well. Uh, a long career. She is uh, talking about her new EP, Kismet, a new tour, the Decades Summer Tour dates coming up. You know her from the Go-Go's and also a long and illustrious solo career, Belinda Carlisle. Hey, hey Belinda, how are you? <laughs> Good morning, yes. I'm fine, how are you? Doing very well. We're very thrilled to talk to you. You may be unaware of this, you probably are, but you have an extra legendary position on the President and Steve show because our own Kathy Romano has a video of her as a young girl singing into a hairbrush to heaven is a place on earth and it's become kind of a a, 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 a go-to I mean, it was show. a full-on performance full on into performance. my hairbrush. I love that. I love that. That's great. And in a way, that song that song was written by Diane Warren, correct? No, no, actually that song was written by Rick Knowles and Ellen Shipley. Rick has written you know, a lot of his Diane did write I Get Weak, though. Oh, okay. So you're actually working with her, and she's a legend, on this new music and uh on this EP. And uh how many songs do you you guys have worked together a number of times before. She is a juggernaut. She's amazing. I mean, it must be wild to work with oh, someone yeah. who's a machine like that. <laughs> she's she's, a, she's incredible. I mean, it's 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 just and it always amazes me how, how prolific she was. And I knew her when she first started, and um, she wrote a few hits for me uh, from the Heaven on Earth album. Like I said, um, I get weak being one of them. And then um, you know, by a chance meeting of my son and Diane. Uh, she asked, what is your mom doing? Because I hadn't seen her in years. And so they called me, and she said, well, get down to the studio. I have a hit for you. And I was like, really, do I want to open this door? Because I was, 
I was going to, like, slow down and semi-retire, and I thought, do I really want to commit to it? And then I heard the song and all the songs, and I just thought I'd be really stupid not to because I love them. And it's, I had a blast recording them and working with her again, and she's absolutely, um, like, uh, you know, from a different planet. So, sure. so the single is Big, Big Love off of the EP, and, and that's, right. uh, that's uh, the, the center. And, uh, I mean, she, she has a style. Uh, that is, I think, very, um, you know, the, very definable. You can easily catch up on it. Does it, I mean, we think of like Bernie Taupin and Elton John and, and people of collaborations like that. Uh, this seems like uh, sort of the same situation with you and her. Yeah, I mean, we have, we have this, um, I don't know. I mean, she gets me as, as, as an artist and as a singer. And, um, and I've been really lucky to work with writers like that that sort of understand you know, understand me, what I like, what my, you know, what I'm capable of. And I, I think I know my capabilities. So, um, but she's, it's like, I don't know. It's like working with yourself in the mirror. I mean, I, right. I totally, when, when she writes a pop song, I completely understand what she's going for and vice versa. Yeah, it's, 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 it's when, it, when it's right, you don't, you don't screw around with it. Um, you, the, the decades nope. <laughs> tour, right. The decades tour, uh, which is uh, starting up uh, in, in July, I believe. Yes. I mean, I have, it's, it's like a two part tour. I do some, uh, two weeks of dates in July on the East coast and then some dates in the West coast. But yeah, I'm really excited. I haven't done any solo tours and i spend maybe 10 years i don't know it's been a long time yeah yeah well you know it's what i mentioned you know the history with with mmr you uh in fact there's uh there was some content that, from our archives that were used in the go-go's documentary which was phenomenal by the way uh of the performance oh, at thank you. emerald city and also i think in a way belinda it helped reset people's memories of just how pivotal and how amazing the Go Go's were for writing their you know, your own songs, right, you know, playing the instruments, um, and right. and and it put it in perspective because uh, I've oh, my wife and I have been huge fans. Many people have, but I, I think over the years it's possible that the band got a little short shrift, you know, in in the way it was perceived. And I think this sort of reset it. Did you ever at the early years? How could you possibly imagine at the beginning of the Go Go's that not only would you have that career, but another <laughs> successful solo career? I don't know. I wouldn't have. I mean, we we used to give it every. You know, if if nothing happens in in six months, we'll just disband. We never did because we just kept going. But I mean, I still I still think it's incredible, and I'm it, that I do this, and this is my job, and and yeah. then I have you know I had two jobs. I had the goggles and this. I mean, I would never ever have dreamed that. And um, yeah, I'm going back to the whole goggles thing, but. With respect, I mean, if it hadn't been for that documentary, I don't think we would have gotten into the rock hall because people didn't know or they had this perception that we must have come from, like, Simon Cowell or right. one of those TV shows. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and when, when they saw the documentary, it's like, oh, my God. So it was like a whole new respect for the band that I think we were all really happy with because we always felt like people didn't. They didn't. They didn't understand the story because they never knew the story. You know. So, no, exactly. Anyway, I mean, I'm glad that I got up. No, yeah, yeah, and 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 it, and it, it did do a great job of that. I wanted to ask you because we, we were mentioning Diane Warren. 
you uh, are performing a song that is in the 80 for Brady movie, mm. and I didn't realize this. It's a pairing of a whole bunch of uh, sort of luminaries, uh, Dolly Parton, Cindy Lauper, uh, DeHarry, Gloria Estefan. Um, uh, what was that situation like? What was performing with them like? <laughs> Separately, but it was funny because I was recording my vocals for the EP, and Diane said, do you want to sing with Dolly, Cindy, Debbie, and, <laughs> and Boy, and I said, are you kidding? I mean, no, yeah, of course. And so I did my, my vocals, and we all did our, shot our, our parts separately, but I really do hope that there's one, something comes along where... Um, we have to perform it together because I think that'd be really fun. You know, I was I always wondered because of where you were with the Go Go's, and I mean, you know, in the documentary, there's a point where you're opening for the police, and then it becomes clear that, that you've gone past the police, at least at the popularity of that level. When you, when you encounter your contemporaries from that time, now like a maybe like a Debbie Debbie Harry or, or whatever, um, it, 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 do you kind of both have sort of do you all have war stories from the time? Is is it is it a wonderful sort of familial thing? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, especially when I work in the UK with a lot of the, for the classic artists, because I do a lot of festivals every summer, and it's like everybody's gone past their egos, and and you can feel like there's not a lot of sort of hang-ups or, I don't know, I mean, insecurity. So you kind of feel like, yeah, you know, we're still around, and there must be a reason why we're still around, and and uh, we're all survivors, and and I think that we kind of relate to each other on that kind of level, you know. And Absolutely. Where we do have tons of worth. If you've been around as long as I have, you have a lot of worth. So, <laughs> I, damn it, you, um, you earned it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So I mean, you know, my career's been highs and like a lot of lows too. So and and everybody. At that point, at this point, is, is that I've worked with is, has gone through the same thing generally. Uh, so uh, you, um, for 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 a brief moment when you were growing up, you did live in in Thousand Oaks, California. So I just wanted to ask because Steve, for a brief moment in his life, lived in Thousand Oaks, California. I think you guys are the same age. Did you remember what school you attended? By the- it was like it was what they called a progressive school called like New Horizons or something like that. And and uh, we ha- we had. No. Belinda, we had we had we had four recreations a day. Yeah. You had four recesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy. But I love the school. I love Thousand Oaks, uh, <laughs> even though it was the epicenter of virtually every earthquake in California. Uh, when when were you yeah, living there? Okay. What, what years were you there? No, I grew up there. I I okay. My parents moved there when I was five, when it was like post war. You know, tract homes, and I, it was all dairy farms and like one housing tract, and it was Thousand Oaks Boulevard and, and uh, Jungle Land, which that Jane Mansfield's um, right. son was eaten by a tiger. And um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I went back there last year to do um, a show because they have a great civic art center, and I was got just got so emotional because I have so much history there. I mean, I. You know, spent my formative years there. I went to junior high and high school there. So I am, I consider myself a T.O. girl for sure. Yes, no, absolutely. Uh, before we let you go, I have to ask you one question because I'm a big fan of Kyle Dunnigan and uh, he is, he does great video work. <laughs> you appeared on his uh, video podcast and got to sing a duet with his character, Wendell, uh, which is hilarious. How did that end up happening? <laughs> Because during the pandemic, we, we discovered him, and we were like, 
could not believe because every every he's, it's like being on hallucinogens. You know, yeah. It's so out there. And we we um, we contacted. Well, he told me like one of those things on Instagram. And anyway, we became friends, my husband and I. And when we go to LA, we see him. And then he asked if I would do um, I do what with Wendell, and I said, of course. I mean, it's it's, it's my one of my favorite characters. He does so. Uh, we did that. I did. I was in. I live in Mexico. We, I did it from home, and uh, it was it was surreal. What can I say? No, it was great. I, it, was, it was really hard not to laugh. Yeah, no, yeah, I, it was really hard not to laugh. I, I was cracking up. You did a great job. Well, you know, you have to go. The new EP is Kismet. <laughs> the uh, the single is Big Big Love and a tour. I don't think sadly there are any Philadelphia dates. No Philly dates. But uh, you'll be you'll be around. Oh, I'm yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have to come to you then. It's no problem. Uh, but uh, congratulations on <laughs> okay. everything, and it's it's a great pleasure to talk to you. And uh, we'll catch you next time, uh, Belinda Carlisle. Everyone, hey! All right. very cool. Love her. Man, I would. Uh, is she? Do the Go Go's do anything together anymore? Or uh, I? So uh, they listen. They they will do. They've they had a. I mean. To put them in perspective, did you all see the documentary? I did. Yeah, I, did. I, I mean, they, again, they were mega hits that they were writing. They basically kind of walked towards, except for Gina Shock, who could actually play the drums. Yeah. They they all sort of learned their instruments on the go. They started as a hardcore punk rock band where you, you really didn't have to have the chops to play the instruments. You know, you just there was just a limited amount that you had to know. Right. And then they expanded upon that. But in in that time and everything, what they did and what they achieved musically mm-hmm. was pretty amazing. They they had their times where they were fighting and everything. I think everything is all good now yeah. and, and deservedly so because they need to enjoy their that legacy is pretty freaking amazing. Hey, I uh, probably should ask you this before we started this break, but do you have a, a, a trash to, to go? I do. Okay, all right. So we we probably before trash, we'd have to do a lesson question. And uh, we, do we have one? I, I, I believe <laughs> Nick has a lesson question. You yeah. have the trash, so I think we're, we're good to go there. All right, so earlier this morning, we all admitted to hoarding or stocking or collecting a variety of items. What food item does Steve like to keep in plentiful supply? We all admitted to hoarding and stocking, collecting a very a variety of items. What food item does Steve like to keep in plentiful supply? Two one five two six three WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, and the trash is brought to you by Steve Morrison. Oh wow, how generous of me. Well, can Kanye West? Claiming that whatever ill feelings he might have had about Jewish people, and this is a true story, is gone thanks to a recent viewing, I'm not making this up, of Jonah Hill's movie 21 Jump Street. West did not have an exact explanation as to how that worked, but did say he is also looking into donating lasagna to cat shelters because Garfield likes it. Hey! Kim Kardashian is not wasting a second and has already announced that her nine-year-old daughter, nine-year-old daughter Northwest is launching a skincare line. From what we understand, Northwest will feature empty containers because everyone has great skin when they're not. Containers. <laughs> 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 yeah. And finally, Olivia Wilde scoring a big victory in her child custody battle with Jason Sudeikis because a judge has just reject- rejected his request to have their case moved to New York. Sudeikis would have benefited from the move because the judge taking over the case has the Twitter handle Lasso Forever. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, uh, Nick, what was that question again? So earlier this morning, we all admitted to hoarding or stocking or collecting a variety of items. What food item does Steve Morrison like to keep in plentiful supply? All right, so we're going to go to the phones in a second, Marissa. The, the right question, the button number 14, by the way. Those are our winning uh, sounds. So, all right, uh, going to the phones. It looks like John on line four was our first guy to call in. John, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. All Good right. morning. Good morning, John. What's that, what is the answer to the lesson question? That's the uh, the buffalo chicken tuna he likes. Stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And I have a, a hundred or two if you'd like to try it. <laughs> All right, John, congratulations. You just won. In fact, let me throw you on hold real quick. You just won yourself a $100 gift card to Nabraza. This Easter, celebrate at Nebraza in Horsham with a unique Rodizio-style dining experience. Brunch and dinner seating available. And for reservations, just go to Nebraza, spelled N-A-B-R-A-S-A.com, Nebraza.com. Uh, I believe we are going to forego the uh, music news, Belinda right? Belinda Carlisle is the name with yes. our music news. But yes. we do have to do... Uh, we uh, Sponsor. Sp- no, no, not a sponsor, but our secret text word. And, uh, oh! Kathy, you are the the number giver for so what number caller do we need? The number giver. Uh, we'll go caller number seven. Seven. Uh, caller number seven. Uh, give us a call at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, let me point out, by the way, and, and if you're seeing some of the video, I know we've been rolling some live streaming today. The separation where Casey usually sits and Preston, because of this new configuration, is at seven, eight feet. Yeah. So to, to get back and forth, it's like playing a mega huge grand piano yeah. and trying to get the keys at both ends. So you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, there's a certain, so our, our screens are mirrored, yeah. uh, but there's a certain apparatus that I use on my end that I cannot reach from here. Right. So, it's uh, not a one-man job. No, it is definitely It's a not. one-man and Marissa job. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, so we are going to wait for uh, that caller to come through, and then in the meantime, I think we are going to... Uh, to take a break, and uh, we'll be back with. I think we got to do the letter of the day. Letter day all we'll, that we'll, stuff. We'll get all that stuff when we return. Hey everyone, it's Kathy Romano. Spring is here. Now let's get that ponytail ready for the chopping block for Kathy's cuts. We're supporting Wigs for Kids and helping children look themselves and live their lives. Donate your hair to Wigs for Kids on Monday, May 1st. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. Make sure you meet the new minimum requirement of 14 inches of hair. Then make an appointment to join us on May 1st. You'll receive a new short hairstyle by the amazing stylist Sigvity Hair Salon in Ambler and Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Donors will also get refreshments from Duncan, a Kathy's Cuts t-shirt, and a gift bag from True Beauty Concepts. Don't wait. Go to PrestonandSteve.com to sign up. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, so that was Dirty Honey. Dirty! The Wire. Yes. Um, we were just talking about uh, Southern California. These guys are from SoCal. Yes. Huge fans of WMMR. Huge fans of Jackie Bam Bam, by the way. Uh, as well they should be. Yeah, Just about yeah. everyone's a huge fan of uh, Jackie Bam Bam. Well, uh, as we said earlier, we've mentioned it many times. We'll mention it many times more. Preston, uh, out for the rest of the week, take care of some business. We wish him all the best. But we will be providing, again, you know, a, a couple of best stuffs here and there. We're going to do a lot of original stuff as well and yeah. hold that end of it down. So I think the overwhelming response, Steve, was that a B-minus uh, enhanced best of is better than uh, just a, a straightforward best of. So people were enjoying this. Oh, okay. Thing. All yeah. right. Because the original construct was, do you prefer old good stuff or new 
inferior stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, 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 they're right. voting for the new inferiors. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, we yeah. go. I'm yeah. encouraged by our that. Bo- our boss, uh, Joe Bell, said uh, solid B- minus today. Oh, there we wow. go. Wow. Is that what he said? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, like, a Joe Bell B- minus is a Bill West. That's a Bill West and A+. Plus. Oh, I was yeah. going to say Bill West and C+. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, you totally. think so? Yeah. 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 Joe likes us better than that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we need to get a winner for yes. our secret text word, and I believe we have Tim on line seven. Tim, are you there? Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. So, Tim, what was our secret text word for today? Homer. That's right! Uh, Congratulations, Tim. Homer was our word, as in home run, as in uh, we are giving away tickets to see the Phillies take on, I'm sorry, your National League champion Phillies take on the Miami Marlins. That's going to be on Monday, April 10th at 6.40 p.m. For tickets, you can go to Phillies. And also, uh, our random texter was a gentleman named Mark Latsy from Berlin, New Jersey. Congratulations, Mark. You are also going to win some tickets to uh, to go to that game as well. And uh, and we may have some more tickets to this give away this sounds week. very promising. If a, uh, one uh, Mr. John Brazier shows up, which I believe is the case tomorrow as a guest, I uh, want to thank our guest. Just had her on, Belinda Carlisle. She was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the connection could have been a little better. But uh, thank you guys for... Um, Everybody, Casey stepping up, Marissa, Kathy, Nick, and uh, Connor, and everybody uh, sort of, you know, filling in the, the gaps today. We'll finish out the, the week this way. Uh, and so tomorrow, Case, who are, is it? Is it simply Brazier? Who are our guests? No, no, we got a few more uh, guests tomorrow, but uh, we usually do that a little bit later All on. All right. I'm trying you to let follow, her follow, follow ju- Preston's... Um, Go with the best. Trajectory. Yes, yeah, yeah. And- so- Take it away. He usually brings on uh, our guest over here to the left. And this so. gentleman, please, we've never met. Who is this? Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. 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 I've never been on the radio before, but I, I'm we were, really thrilled to be here. Pierre, we were telling the story earlier about, um, you know, uh, uh, we were on with the Fox 29 and... and uh, about your going through the TSA and going through the uh, um, the luggage check and all that security when you had purchased oh dear a couple hundred dollars worth of hair products <laughs> oh dear and I was correct in saying you had to throw all of that all out. of it right yeah in, yeah right into the trashy <laughs> uh, yeah uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a pretty day I stopped to pet that puppy in, in by Melrose Avenue I think that yeah. slowed me down then I got an orange slush and then I got but a couple of different things, and I got distracted. And the L.A. airport is is crazy. It's an, yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's this oval, and I was think I think I was on American, which was at the farthest end of the oval from the rent a car place, and it's just like oh, and anyway, and there you go. But we learned, we learned from those mistakes. So, uh, what's on the show today for you? Well, we need to do the letter. First. Okay, we can do that. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, what am I? Letter? I don't know. I, ah, do you man. have a letter? It, it, well, make why, it my even offering structure of all. Of make all it people. a number. <laughs> yeah, the inmates <laughs> running the asylum, man. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. All uh, right, we'll today go. the show is brought to you today by the letter A is in always. All right, so add that. That is our third letter. And I'll always remember that letter comes before what's on the show today. That's right. It really, let's, we could reverse it. There's no problem with changing. If we do reverse it, someone's going to die.
But it's the curse. Listen, no matter what, we're going to give away an awesome prize on Friday, and that is a pair of 2023-24 winter season passes for Montage Mountain. That is the home of the ah. Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic. So great. Included with each pass is uh, enjoy first tracks on weekends and holidays, one hour prior to the public. Tickets to Mountain Fest 2024, 10% discount on Montage Mountain food offerings, and much more. Season passes are on sale now for the lowest price offered for next winter. With payment plans available, prices go up on April 2nd. So you want to visit MontageMountainResorts.com to get yours today. Sponsors do we do now? Oh, uh, yeah, we could do sponsors, do sponsors right now. Then I'll ask this gentleman what's on his show today. <laughs> All right, so today right. the Press of Steve is brought to you by Duncan. The Press of Steve show runs on Duncan, as well as Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. And it's brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal, veteran-owned. Visit jdog.com. Excellent. So what is on this show today? <laughs> We've been waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> uh, we'll have Queen and Adam Lambert tickets uh, for the show goes on sale on Friday. We've got workforce blocks of Ramones. Uh, and for Perry's birthday, a block of Jane's Addiction and a block of Soundgarden. You're a thumbs up for Adam Lambert, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, solid? I saw, the, I saw the Paul Rogers tour, and I questioned whether they could pull that off, and I thought they did. Uh, but then uh, when it was announced they would continue a few years later with Adam Lambert, he really, I mean, no one can replace right. Freddie, nor do they attempt to replace Freddie. Uh, but if anyone was capable of standing up and stepping into that role, it's him. And um, he's got the sachet. He's got the, <laughs> he's got the vocal abilities, yeah. too. And um, there's uh, they, they've been doing this thing during Bohemian, or I think it's Bohemian Rhapsody, where he sings along on the screen to Freddie. Wow. Um, and uh, it's really cool. I, listen, I, and I watched the American Idol season that he was on, and I wasn't a fan of his, but I do have to give him credit because when you go in to fill those shoes, the Freddie Mercury shoes, that is daunting, daunting yeah, task. Yeah. And, and it is so hard to be yourself. Without you know? looking like a, a mm-hmm. low-rent impressionist. Yeah. So you you, you got to make it your own. Yeah. And that's, that's what he does. Yes. Uh, so that's cool. I, yeah. I've never seen them. I'm, I'm debating whether... I go see them. You know, oh, I I think it's a, a very good show. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I saw them with Freddie twice, and it you know it doesn't <laughs> compare to that. Yeah. But yet, um, you know, uh, if their intention, uh, and they even got Freddie's mother's blessing, uh, their intention is not to um, replace Freddie or to. Uh, Try to think that they're without him. Uh, it's more to just keep that music alive. Right, right. So. All right. Well, awesome. We will be listening. And uh, tomorrow on the showcase that we mentioned, it's just uh, we have John. Br- not just. Well, no, no, no. We actually have a the lot greatest of- appearance of all time. Well, no, we have a lot of things going on tomorrow. Um, we we do have a lot of prizes that we have not given away um, okay. just yet. So we're, I'm going to try and do a nice blowout tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we are going to have Brian Prop stopping by. Excellent. Uh, he's got a cool little charity event going on with Headstrong Foundation this weekend that he's going to promote. Uh, John Brazier, you had mentioned, yes. he's going to be in studio. Uh, as well as comedian Liza Traeger. And we've had her in the studio She's before. Yep. It's been a little while since we've had her in before. But that is all that is happening tomorrow morning. And, and Brazier is bringing along uh, a four-pack of tickets to the Phil's game on Sunday. It's the 105 game, pregame, uh, 2022 National League Champions ring ceremony. So four-pack of tickets for that game on Sunday. And Kathy? Don't forget to go to PrestonandSteve.com. You can sign up for Kathy's Cuts. It's Monday, May 1st at Gravity Hair Salon in Ambler and Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel. All of the details on the website. All right. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. And, uh, do we do Ray John? Ray John! In Preston's honor, we do Ray John. All right. Ray John. We'll and see you tomorrow. keep the nooch. Keep the nooch. <laughs> <laughs>
Kristen and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. My brother-in-law died. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof. Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Hey.